Toronto, came to Fort Mac for the first time 10 years ago. Um, I don't know how long I stayed, but I know this is my second trip around. It's been five years. How you like it out here? What time you been out here? Um, for me, it's fine. It's fine. It's definitely fine. Um, I understand that you make life, so I literally can't complain about nothing. It is what you make it. So um, our first question here on Macro is always the same for everybody. Is kind of how we get to get a grasp of how it is that you've gotten to where you are right now at this very moment. So um, the first thing we'd like to know is what is your earliest memory? Like what's the first thing that you can remember in your life? See, that's hard because I can't put it like I was, I was thinking about it. I can't put it in order. But it was always sun. Um, so how do I say this? I can remember being in somebody's backyard going down a hill. I can remember being uh, the first time we moved into our new house. But it was always bright. It was always sunshine. I don't know in what order these things happen, but those are my earliest memories, the sunshine. I just remember the hill, the sunshine, just being happy. So what's the earliest you can remember in Toronto, like grade school, let's say? So grade school is in a city called Pickering. Um, okay, I remember kindergarten, sitting on the ground. Uh, I remember there was an ant crawling on me, little things like that, just seeing the rest of the kids around. And did you spend a lot of time in Pickering? Yeah, so that's where we stayed. But because my parents and my older brothers, when they came, they lived in Toronto. Everything we did was downtown. So our church, um, our doctor's office, all of our family members, of course. And because my parents were religious, we were there at least twice a week, right? So even my first job was downtown. So if it's, it's called, uh, what's the name of this street? Whatever. But it's one street up the top, my doctor's office. Uh, I go a couple blocks down. The club I worked at, the very next block, the church I went to, a couple blocks down, my grandma's house. So it was crazy. That's why it's like, my memories are all from that. I went, to, I went to school in Pickering. Ask someone who said they spent the summer with me. Not one person. That's why it's like, not in Pickering. So that's why it's like, that strip, is like, that means something. The one street, everything. So you mentioned that your parents were religious and that your brothers came from Toronto. Are you the eldest or the youngest? No, second youngest. There are seven of us. Uh, how were you with church as a child? Did you dread it? Did you enjoy going there? No, I loved it. So we're downtown, right? And they church, they went all day. <laughs> and it's a big building. So we would run off and go to the mall. This is Eaton Center, if you ever heard of that place. So I'm always in Eaton Center, right? And as we get older, we go to the club. It's all around us. So going to church was fun. We know what we're doing afterwards. Exactly. We're going to somebody's house in the neighborhood, just the kids, and that, that's how we grew up. Those are our memories. And what are some of the differences that you could share about Pickering in Toronto? Um, suburbs kids. They're not like city kids. I could tell you a story. My sister getting in trouble broad daylight, hanging out on a corner with suburbs kids. Our parents didn't like us hanging out with suburbs kids. With them just being here, they seem to be ruder for no reason. Like you're, you know what I'm saying? That's how they felt about it. And your parents, where did they, are, were they from Toronto as well? No, Jamaica. So my older brothers are all born in Jamaica. So me and my sisters, I got two sisters, are born here. So what were your parents like? They probably were strict, <laughs> if I'm thinking no. of Jamaican parents. No. Um, my house was super cool uh, at first. My house was super cool. So people always used to be over. I remember um, another early memory that you're talking about, it. Uh, basement, had a ping pong table, had a fireplace, had a full bar, nice glass backsplash, things like that. And then things changed in life, and life definitely changed on us. What were they doing for work? So I can tell you this. My dad was a postman his whole life. My mom worked for the workers' compensation board, but I used to hear stories about my dad. Even my brother would tell me stories about, like, yo, having him around certain people in the 70s. He's like, you got to understand, this was the 70s. So I, 
I got the message that he used to, you know, he would, he would handle business, take care of life. Did you ever really see your dad in that light up until your brothers, like, put you on to what he used to do? No. No, no, no. And your mom and your dad were together since how long? Okay, he knew her since a teenager still. Yeah, 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 yeah. You said that there was a change, there was a shift, things were good, and then things took a turn. They became religious, and things just changed. So what was it like before they became religious? Fun. Life was fun. I could say they were all, my mom at least always was, but then when things became like, how do I say this? I can't say hardcore Christian, even though she's always on it, you know, they have Bible studies and worship, but it was just like, things went south, and... They leaned into it. You know, like someone might pick up alcohol or drugs. You leaned into it a bit too much. And how old were you when you noticed the change? Sorry, I couldn't tell you. Well, young. I was young. So what was it like for you? Of course, you're saying that you were young. What was it like noticing that kind of change in your parents? Okay, so like this. We used to always go camping. We'd always, we'd always go out. We'd always do things. Like, life was genuinely nice. It was, a, it was a good time. As I said, people would come over. It was just fun. Our cousins would come over to the house all the time because everyone else lived in the hood or the ghetto or the projects, and we lived in the suburbs in a big house. You know how fun that was? And then when things changed, all of it just cut. I can remember uh, being in elementary school. Again, I'm sorry I can't tell you the grade, but one of my little homegirls used to come over every single day. She was dropped off at my house every single day. You know what I'm saying? It was just fun as hell. My first kiss, jumping on the bed together. You know, her, whose bread is this? Because ah, she said bread instead of bed. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. And I remember sitting on the stairs and knowing she wasn't coming back. The feeling hit me. So how did you know? What was it that let you know? You could, you, you can feel something change. Something's not right. And knew she wasn't coming back. And that's why I'm like, yo, you want me to follow this? Outside of that, what were the things that were happening? Oh, dog. <laughs> a little war zone. Yeah, that's what the house turned into still. So it wasn't as bright as anymore. It simply wasn't as bright anymore. So I'm assuming it's like disciplinary kind of thing. Like, you know, it's just over. It's not even discipline. Because that's the thing about our house. We weren't disciplined. We were allowed to do whatever we want. Our parents showed us life. Like, how many? I, I grew up seeing pimping, prostitution, you know what I'm saying? Drug use. I grew up seeing, and it wasn't hidden from us. Look at life. You make your choices. I remember, uh, this is elementary school because I had preteens. We go to the preteen, and um, <laughs> the kids are all talking about how they snuck out, whoop de woo. So, me and my sister, we feel left out. Mom, do we have a curfew? My mom, it was pause. Like, it really took her off her feet. Like, no. Do you want one? Like, you see what I'm saying? Our parents never been like, ooh, you're doing this, you're locked down. No, this is life. Go make your choices. Very free. But you already know what will get you in this certain situation, right? You see, if you're going to jail, I'm not coming for you. You know you're going to do your sentence, right? That's, that's how my parents played it with us. So it was never, it was, they showed us everything. I've seen a lot of things. Remember how we're always in the city? It's all around us. And you can see what this person has done that led them to this point. Like, remember. I went to church on Saturday. That's why we go to the clubs after. Go ahead. You see what, everything that happens? What are you doing with it? You're going to be stupid? Or, so it's just like it was freedom. It was freedom in that sense, definitely. When the freedom was taken away, how was it taken away? No, that freedom wasn't taken away. It was never taken away. The fun things were just, they're just cut. It's two people who are, you know, shaky. It's not a tense environment. It's not like things got, how do I put this? It's just between them, things changed, so the joy wasn't there. So it's not like, for us, but, like, it's got bad for us in that sense. But the trips and stuff that used to go on, it, just the happiness wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, so it's not like it's like, oh, it's bad now, and hey, tay, tay. No, it's just, there's a change. There's a change. You guys, aren't, you guys don't behave like you used to. 
So what exactly were you doing to try to be there as less as possible? So I don't know what I did. Um, see, again, my mom's a hustler, even though she had a career, right? So every summer, we're gone. We are gone. We go to the country. There's a little highway called 401. You head north or you head east a bit, you're going to find a bunch of farms, right? So what we do is load up the van, and we'd hit all these farms. And that's why I know the state so much. Every single week I was in the States, every single, like just, just the Buffalo area, and every second week we're in New York, right? Because you remember, you get the goods from there, bring them back across, you know, and we're picking up the goods, you know, because um, even though the dollar has always been better, the prices were so much cheaper, it was actually more economical. And gas, of course, back then was a lot cheaper. So it was, you just jump across, and you guys' products, yeah, we could, we could buy them in bulk. It used to, yo, you know how good it used to feel coming out of the store and you're spending like six, ten thousand $10,000 back then? You know how good it'd be when they know you're showing up and they're there to greet you? They're helping you carry out your bags? Yeah. It felt amazing. It was all business, of course, but it felt amazing. So that was super fun as a kid. Always hustling. Always hustling. And then when the summer's off, we're back to school. But it's just, it's just, there was just a change at home. You know, it wasn't cool anymore. Home wasn't cool. When people aren't showing up and we're not having the fun we used to have, it's not as cool as it used to be. So when you were hustling with your moms and stuff, were you being compensated for that? Yes and no. So, this is elementary school. She cut me off real quick. All I, all I ever bought was toys at McDonald's. My mom's like, yo, you see how I make my money? What are you doing? So, I wasn't getting it no more. So, then I had to start doing what she did, and I hated it, bro. I'm, I'm a kid. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sell pots and pans. I remember I'm selling lingerie. You know what I'm saying? These, I'm, like, I'm a kid. I'm not like, I need to say shit. I'm like, it's like, ah, shut up. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then, I started selling my own shit. Uh, so, I like my toys. Massive toy. Doggy. These are farmers. They have fed. They're buying for their families. So, I buy toys. So, then, I'm still selling clothes that, like, big man clothes. I sell stuff that fit me. You know what I'm saying? So, it worked both ways. So, now, if it didn't sell, it's mine. <laughs> it didn't sell, it's mine. So, then I started making money. And that's how, even in high school, I have to have a lot of money. I can, I, I can remember loaning someone, uh... It was at least $1,000 or $2,000. And being like, just, just when you have it, just pay me back. I'm not even on your back for it. I can remember being in the car with my mom and having there's just so much money being made, right? I tried to put it all into my wallet and it couldn't fold. Then I pack, pack all my pockets. And it's, like, it's just super cool. I remember uh, in elementary school, because you guys know me, man. I don't really dress. Like, yeah. I've always sold clothes, so I think that's why I'm like, I don't really dress. But in elementary school, this is how I got on the Tim's game. They dissed me. Again, money to me wasn't like, ooh, fashion show off. It was business since I was a kid, so it was completely different. I, I didn't really get it. You know, I, was, I remember this. I was on the ball court, and they were just dissing the hell out of me, and they told me I couldn't afford shit. Two or three days later, I came in a pair of Tim's, and that's how I rocked Tim's from elementary school all through high school because they were, they, were, they were two bills and change, and who was rocking that in elementary school? And I'd have a new, I'd have a new Tim. It was almost every week because, remember, I'm selling them now too. So I could, I could sell them out here, and I'm going to have some. So talk to me. I remember when the bubble gums came out. Talk to me, you know, and that was my attitude for a while. It's like, yo, and anytime I want a new one, it's, it's done. Yeah. I remember the A-Raps coming at me like, yo, doggy, I'll buy it off you for this price. I'm coming with the exclusives. Mm-hmm. Um, let me think. How many jeans did I have at one point? Uh, I think I had enough jeans I could go three months straight every single day and not wear the same pair. I remember when my homegirl came to my house and she's like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. I, work, <laughs> I would wear the same track suit for almost a week. Whoa, like, how do you have all this clothes and you look like? But they helped me dress. And they'll be like, yo, doggy, you got to, come on, bro. You got to do better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What was it like going to school? Did you enjoy it? Did you do good in school? Because it might have seemed, at least how I'm interpreting it, it might have just seemed pointless. You already working at such an early age. What was that like for you? Oh, I mean, I loved high school. I loved learning in general, 
I, I love learning. I'm kind of nerdy in that way. I'll tell you that right now. Right now, at my new job, I'm doing a lot of numbers, math. I actually won a math award, bro. It's called the God's Math Award. It's an Ontario-wide award. High school was super cool because um, I had multiple lockers. I'm selling goods. I remember one time somebody stole from me. Um, I lost my shit. Like, I lost my mind. And people went out and found them for me. And to see that they have so many random people have so much love for you, crazy. So high school for me was definitely fun. Definitely fun. It was a good time. I like learning, but I wasn't always a good student, right? You got to understand, when you're young, sometimes priorities, like, I remember missing an exam because there was a girl I liked. I'm not like that anymore. You can't have me wrapped around your finger no more, bro. I'm grown past that. But yeah. Brody, I remember uh, nobody knew this about me. So one of my homeboys came. He stayed at my house for, I don't know how long he stayed there. Maybe a few days, maybe a week. I don't know. Nobody knew this about me. I had a notebook, like a normal, a normal notebook. He popped it open. When he saw all the poems and love. Doggy, I got dissed because nobody saw that side of me, right? I've been writing since a little, like, young. And were you not showcasing that intentionally? It wasn't, no, it wasn't even a thought. It was just like, it was just something, yo, doggy, when I said I loved her, I loved her, bro. I just sit there, I could write for days, brother, for days. Another one of my earliest memories is a girl in church I like. I had a yellow notepad, uh, you know, a sticky pad. I remember again when I got caught, because I can, I, I'll tell you the truth, bro. Cool cat looking for a kitten. Yeah, and I'm, I'm young and I'm writing this shit. And then, of course, I got found out, like, what you doing, whoop de woo? And they like, yeah. So they'd catch me. It wasn't bad, though. Yeah, so they would all diss me and laugh me, but it was, it was fun. It wasn't like whoop getting me down. It was just poking, like, ah, it was fun. It was fun. I couldn't tell you what it was. It's just if I like you, I like you. I don't, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you, because they're different girls from different, completely different walks. Like, like the girl from my church was from the hood, but I love this girl, you know. And the other girl was from my school, which is in the suburbs. But I think writing's always been a part of me. You go to my house, even to this day, I write on everything. I write on a letter envelope. Something comes into my head, I'm writing it down. Oh, I have over two thousand notes in this phone alone. So I've always written, right? And it was not, as you said, it wasn't to hide or showcase. It's just I've just written. Uh, you remember the movie Toy Story? I love that movie so much. I can remember the green folder I had. I wrote a Toy Story too. I can not even like wanting to write the film. When I'm inspired by some shit, I write. So I saw that movie and it was just the most mind-blowing thing to me. I remember I went home and just kept page after page after page. Did you ever think of monetizing those type of things that you were writing? Never crossed my mind, bro. Never. When you still at it now, have you ever thought about it now? No. <laughs> it's just something just something jumps into me and just let's go. Let's go. I mean, that's good, man. Expressing yourself is very important, you know, like being able to do that is it's a, a wonderful talent. Like some people can't even vocalize themselves, let alone write what it is that they're doing. I just feel like uh, talking is so much easier than writing, in my opinion. Like it's just you've been talking for way longer than you've been writing in all reality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just it doesn't take this much effort. But, you know, riding it out, that's, that's damn near labor if it's long enough. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, yeah, that's dope. Writing is really dope. Um, so man, shoot, we in high school. Um, you went to high school and I keep forgetting the name. Pickering. 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 Mm-hmm. Got you, Pickering. Mm-hmm. And you went to high school out there as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now we're a bit older. I can see how, let me think, like, I'm sure you had a lot of the same classmates and people, you know. I'm thinking of a suburb in Canada. When you go to high school, you kind of see all the same people that you went to grade school with kind of thing. No, because... Right? No. Because over 2,000 people, mm. that was some of the good years at high school. Got you. He changes. Got you. Changes. Got you. You know, my core, my core 
Is it you? I can, I'll say his name, Malcolm Edwards. He's got to be the only one from elementary school to high school to this day. That you follow straight through. Yeah. Form. That's your yeah. people still. Mm-hmm. Got you. You know? And then the rest I met in high school. Okay. And it's like, we're folk. And were you a social person? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Did you yeah. find yourself very approachable? Um, I used to be a super social person. More. See, now you're reminding me of things. Yes. And, um, yeah, something at home changed. And I was cold on the world. Mm. Icy. Like, mm. you got to imagine the dude that's invited to every party. Speaker in the backpack. Got you. If we're ha- we made parties happen just by accident. Yeah. You if you got the right people, you got a good environment. Life was, it was so fun. Weren't. And yeah, so I forgot a lot of things too, bro. So yeah, I remember, I can remember that one pretty clearly because there was even a girl, again, <laughs> shorty I loved, but yeah. yeah, shit got pretty rough. Okay. And it just, it, it didn't exist. Literally Word. from, it was, it was there one day, the next day, it didn't exist. So do you feel like heartache, like did you get your heart broken? Is that what transpired no, or what? The, the life. Oh, okay, cool. Like the back life. at home. Back at home. Got you. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. So... Now we're recluse. You know, you're saying that this is like a big change. It's kind of like a shift in your character. Mm-hmm. So what was that like for you? What were some of the things that started changing in your life? No, it was just fuck the world. Mm. It was, there was no, it was a little cut. That, that person was dead. He died overnight. I see. And it, next day it was fuck the world. More. You know? I see. So it's like a grieving experience. Like No grieving. No, you just left, let them go. Yeah. Don't even miss them or nothing. Yeah. Just kept it pushing. And um, I really, I, I don't like that, and it's not cool, man. Mm-hmm. It's not cool. That's not something cool that you do. Yeah. That's not something cool that you do, man. I understand. That's what. That's when I think that's super unfair, bro. More. Yeah. Just be even, cold. Even, even to this day, you can't, it, that part of me that's fucked the world is very, it, it's there. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I remember that, being super social, just having a time in my life, having people always wanting you over, wanting you here, wanting you doing there, you know, chasing girls, of course, just having fun, being mm-hmm. a normal human being. And, and now you're you kind know, of selfish, just like, yeah, I'm good off like, all I don't like, I'm not trying to hang with nobody, I'm not trying to see, like, it, it was it was done. I see. I, I can remember uh, the same story, I like, just trying to follow me through school, trying to figure out what's wrong, cuss her to the dirt. Mm. So that was kind of your approach. You'd be like, uh, when you really made that transition, even people that you already knew, people that you were close with, it was just it was done. Because for some people, if they make that attention, it's like, you know, I'm good off of anyone new that's going to come into my life. You know what I mean? Usually mm-hmm. they'll keep the people that's around them currently, and they're not taking nothing new. But even the people that were currently in your life, you just cut mm-hmm. all ties with. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, you were out having a lot of fun, and now you're not into that. So, you know, you... Had a lot of free time. What were you doing with your free time? I don't know. Mm. Thing is, too, I never played sports. Got you. I couldn't tell you. Got you. I, Especially I, in high school. It's, it could be dangerous having a lot of free time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Lucky for me, I didn't do drugs or drink. That shit didn't appeal to me. Again, growing up and stealing it, I would rob people. Because they was lit. Out. Yeah, shit. I see yeah. you. See if I, so it didn't, didn't appeal to me. Yeah. Which is crazy. Most kids, they want to try this and try that. Mm-hmm. And, it didn't experimental age yeah but because i grew up seeing it and i think that's what it is like <laughs> yeah <laughs> steal your shit yeah Benefits you know so it didn't freedom. it didn't yeah. it never so i couldn't tell you what i did with my time more i didn't play sports i didn't do drugs i didn't drink i didn't and then i cut the whole world off more and i couldn't tell you what i did so can you remember 
like what year it was when you had the cutoff or how old you were at the time when you made that transition? Not at all. But or, I remember grade nine was lovely. I think it was grade 10, 11. It had to have been. Because okay. I, I, can, I can remember grade nine. Word. You know, my mom dropped me off super fresh. Yeah. And everything I got on, I bought. Word. Friendly everything yourself. I Self-made. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It's a it, beautiful uh, feeling, man. Jean, is it called a jean suit? You have the jacket and the pants? Oh, like the denim jacket yes. with the denim jeans? It yeah, was a guest I, joint. I can never, again, that's when Sunshine was still there. Yeah. I can see it. I see. Before that transitional point. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And then you come out and you're freaking lovely. Of course, I had Tim's on. My mama is actually the one who made me start wearing running shoes again. Oh, okay. She was tired got, of seeing you in them boots, huh? Uh, no, I got flat feet. Oh, okay. So right? it was more causing you harm. It was than causing, yes. Yeah. And and she went out and purposely bought me a pair of uh, runners. And that's the reason why now I only buy Nikes because gotcha. I trust them. I've had other shoes before, mm-hmm. but you have to know your brands. Fact. You can't just, you can't, I can't slip on a pair of Reeboks. I don't know them well enough to know which ones are the right ones. Yeah. But I know Nike well enough to know yes and no. Yeah. You feel me? So I remember my mom was like, mm-mm, I'm not, I'm not buying running shoes. And so she went out and I'm like, oh. You know, it wasn't the heavy boot no more, yeah. so yeah, yeah. A lot more traction. Hell yeah. So, do you remember graduating high school? I didn't go. Were Didn't go to graduation, but you graduated, though. Yeah. yeah didn't yeah. want to go to the social parts. Um, see, that's another thing which I regret in life, man. These are big moments in Word. life, man. I feel but it. again, you're in a place of unhappiness. Nothing mm-hmm. matters. Who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm looking back, I'm like, yo, come on, man. Like, was that right? Like, was it what was it worth like yeah. sometimes that's a question i still have for him but i'm like i'm not even gonna trip off it yeah like yeah that's something like, like real like, because i come from a place where it was like who gives a fuck nothing matters that was the home life more you know, what's you the point you're like yeah what's the point mm-hmm. you're like all right fuck it like more you know, like, no stupid. so having that type of perspective especially around that time must be difficult because, you know, it's like a transitional point. You know, you're graduating high school. I'm sure, you know, most people are thinking about what's next. That's usually, I feel like that's the most common feeling ever. It's just kind of like feeling like in an abyss. Well, there's still a lot of people who know exactly what they're going to do. You know, they've been on a path from the get-go. Mm-hmm. But um, what was that like for you? Like, once you know that high school was done, did you have any plans? Were you thinking of anything specifically to get done? Mm-hmm. Was university in your sights at all? Like, what were you Wanna thinking Want to hear about? something crazy, bro? Every school I applied to got accepted. Okay. You know, my mindset, fuck the government, they're not getting my money. Oh, okay, I see. I you know, feel I'm already, I'm already don't care about the world. You're not getting my money. More. The worst decision of my life. More. You know, if you, if you would have went through with it, what do you think you would have went to school for? What do you think you would have pursued? I don't know. See, again, it's everything I want to be. When shit changed, mm-hmm. it's you can't be shit. You ain't never going to be shit. You ain't never going to have shit. That's what it turned into, bro. You started being negative on yourself. No, that's that's the shit that was said to me, bro. Oh, okay. But like, by who? Who exactly was telling you this? Like, at the, at the crib? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I see. everything that I wanted to do and be is like, it's not going to happen for you. I see. So then you're just like, oh, fuck it then. Yeah. You know, and it's, that's not cool, bro. Yeah, I that agree. It's not cool, bro. Especially at such like a vulnerable age. It's just those words have a, a big effect on you, you oh, know. Huge. They hold heavy weight. Huge. Big facts. And I mean, even still, like, not to justify what it is that they were doing, but I'm sure that something had to have been going on with them for them to be doing that, that's especially exactly because of the. That's exactly what it was. Because, I mean, exactly they weren't like that before. Nope. I'm sure you weren't uh, being hit. You would never heard some shit like that back then. So something must mm-hmm. have been going on for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. So what, what did you end up doing after high school? Because, I mean, I'm. Based off of how strong of a work ethic was implemented in you from an early age and your 
already knowledge on how to, you know, get some money. Um, I doubt they were going to just let you stay at the crib, like kicking it around. And I mean, sure, I doubt that that's even what you would have wanted to do. So, you know, where were you getting into after high school? I definitely kicked around because I got my first job at 19. Okay. Like your right. first on-paper job? Yeah. More. Again, my mom said you have to do it. She goes, okay. you can't just have money. Gotcha. You got to make sure you have. So, yeah, I got my first job at 19. Gotcha. So, there, yeah, there was definitely a time of doing nothing and then work. What did you get for work? What was your first job? Uh, working in the kitchen at the kids' camp. At, at where? I'm sorry? At kids' camp, working in the kitchen. Oh, okay, cool. I got you. Job. And like you said about my work ethic, mm-hmm. the very first week I came there, the man came to me and said, Jewish man, too. I had me in his home, like, Here's a bedroom for, like, treated me real good. Um, I can't remember. Like, he didn't see someone like me before. What did he say? But long story short, he made me kitchen manager in the first week I worked there. Wow. He said, keep your mouth shut. Don't even talk about the money. Mm. First week I worked there, kitchen manager, here's a raise. Wow. Right? He's like, he, he said he didn't even understand it. He didn't get it. But I'm used to. Remember, we're traveling 400K. Mm-hmm. And we haven't even, we're just getting off the highway to go to our first destination. So you still got more after that, and you're hitting every little farm after that. Exactly. It's a long right? day. It's ahead a long day. Yeah. So I'm used to getting up early. You're working hard, and you're getting it done. More. So he's like, what the? At such an early age, too. Exactly. Like 19, that's exactly. unheard of. You're so usually he, showing up late for work. You know, mm-hmm. oh, I got to call in. I can't do this. I can't do that. And I cuss my coworkers out, too. But again, this is who I was. Like gotcha. My mind doesn't understand. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Okay, word. So and you were more or less in a position where you just, you knew how easy it was for you to get it done. You couldn't mm-hmm. understand why I people weren't doing it. I couldn't understand it. Gotcha. You know, big man, there's a, you, we, we called him big man. You know, over six foot tall, big dude. What? You're calling home and crying to mom and pa? You're working and you're asking them to send you money. Mm. You're working and you and you you're getting them to buy you video games. Like my mind didn't understand it. <laughs> Yo, we right. called him big man and we dissed. Him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you mad big for no yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah exactly. Thing. Yeah. So I didn't. I but you gotta understand when people don't come from that. You know, mm-hmm. you come from like nicer places. Your folk gonna take care of you. They're gonna. It's not good. Yeah. No. 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 Not him. Not him. Not him. Not him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just he was babied. Got you. And I, my mind couldn't understand that. Yeah. It just wasn't your experience. No, like, it wasn't calculating it wasn't in your mind. Yeah, yeah, so it didn't make right. sense. So, yeah, yeah, I dissed right. him heavy. I can't lie. Still. Nah, I feel that. It wasn't right. It nah, wasn't right. I feel it. You would have dissed me, too, uh-huh. at the time. I'm telling you, man. I was, um, how can I say? I had to drive to get things on my own, and this is what I wanted to do. But I'd make dumb decisions knowing that I had a safety net. Mm. Like, I knew I'd be straight because if it didn't go out my way, if it didn't turn out how I wanted it to, I knew I could, you know, get this from somebody else. And, like, obviously, you know, you got all intentions of paying a bag or whatever, but when you have that mindset of somebody will hold it down if I don't got it or mm-hmm. if, if I mess up, I know somebody will come through and hold it down, f- wait for me to get right. Um, it could set you up for a lot of stupid decisions. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so what was that job like for you? Did you enjoy it? Loved it. Yeah? Loved it. Because it's at a camp. It's a place in, in uh, uh, Ontario called Muskoka. Okay. Right? Um, so it's cottage country. I mean, you can get places by driving or by boat. This is the way the okay. area was set up. Amazing. Uh, I always heard about the celebrities being out there. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it had to have been. Snoop had a concert out there. Okay. That was an amazing night. You know, you meet some people, you of have course. some fun. Yeah, yeah. And it was Mardi Gras on top of it, so that just, oh, helped, that just helped with the wildness. I had no idea they celebrated Mardi Gras in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had no idea. Or even in Canada in general. I, yeah. I used to live in Louisiana. And so you guys have real Mardi Gras. So yeah, that's We just Mardi have little Gras parties was, and such. Okay, cool. Just to mm-hmm. celebrate the holiday type mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Now, Mardi mm-hmm. Gras for real is honestly, and I mean, I haven't experienced it as an adult because obviously that's an entirely different experience. But even as a child, man, like, 
I must have been in like the fourth or fifth grade. No, nah, I, w- I was in Louisiana from fourth, fifth, and sixth grade in Baton Rouge. Mm. And um, did Mardi Gras every year, man. It's just such a cool experience. Like, the food is great. Crawfish broils, you know what I'm saying? They got the table with the plastic tarp on it. They just throw a bucket of food on the table, mm-hmm. everybody eating there. The beads, like the little cookie with the baby, the big-ass cookie cake with the baby inside of it, whoever. Like, you know, it was just so many weird traditions, but... It was a great introduction. It's a really cool holiday mm-hmm. for Mardi Gras, though. Yeah, that's you guys' celebration. Yeah, in the States, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. for sure. At least from my knowledge, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. We tag along because it's something big, bro. Yeah, right, man, you know? it's a big deal. Like, Mardi mm-hmm. Gras, it'll shut the city down, for mm-hmm. real. Like, yeah. You might get the day off work in Louisiana, for real. If I mean, you might. I don't remember. I wasn't working at the time, but it's a big deal. It's I big. definitely remember that. Like, it's no joke. Yeah, it's yeah. no joke. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so you work in, this is your first job on paper, so, I mean, you never really had a boss before. No. That's fair to say, right? So what was that like? What was it like having someone, like, as a boss? He never put me down. Got you. You know, that's why I said, like, I, I always say this, a Jewish man who gave me a room in his own home. Mm. You know, he treated me like that, like, he's like, no, 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 I'm taking you. Got you. Pretty he much. wanted to, like, protege you. Type yeah. Thing. Got yeah. you. So I got nothing but love for him to this day. More. To this that's day. Dope. So it was, that was amazing. So what happened for you to stop working there? I uh, just getting older. Got it's you. a kids camp. Okay, I you see. You know, just getting older, and then I, I went from there straight into the uh, entertainment world. Okay. Yeah. In what form oh, of entertainment? Hold up. Okay. I had a factory job. Okay. And I hated the shit out of it. What kind of factory was it? Do you remember what they were making there? Yes, we did uh, pools and pool steps. Okay. So we worked in. I can't remember this material, but you have to have a full suit with a breathing pack that mm. that pumps air and such. Yeah. So it's a chemical. Yeah, I it see. It's a chemical. I, I hated it. Yeah. And yeah, uh, my neighbor. How long were you there for? Definitely not a year. More. Definitely not. And I remember those days too. Um, I'd come with like four slices of bread, honestly. And I remember the first day. I didn't. I didn't realize. You know, it's just. It's, it's, it's just me. A job. It's just me. Yeah. You know. And then the first day, I had an actual lunch, and everybody turned around and started like, "Yo, we've never seen a lunch before." Motherfuckers, tell me, bro. Yeah. This is really me. It's I'm showing up with slices of bread. It's not like there's, it's just me. Yeah. Like if you, uh, you've never been to my house, ask anybody who comes to my house, like, uh, bro, there's no food. Not even like yeah. there's a can of pasta or beans. No, nah, no, nah, you cupboard. move real there's military. No tuna, there's, like, yes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm you like, have yeah. like one pot and a plate and, yeah. and a fork. Like, That's it. Just one set of cutlery. Like, yeah. I don't, when I go grocery shopping, it's because I'm hungry now and I'm eating now. I don't, gotcha. I don't pack, the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I remember, I'm like, these motherfuckers, I didn't know. Yeah. You know, just tell me, yo, doggy, go get a fucking real lunch. Yeah. They, t- they don't tell me anything. I remember when everyone's all like, whoop whoop what are you doing? <laughs> just tell me, like, you're looking over my shoulder, like, yo, shit. Yeah, in shock. Like, yeah, oh everyone's like, oh, shit must be bad, bro. Word. You, you know? need this job. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, dog, this is just me. Yeah. This is just me. But yeah, right. yeah. That was the, the, the dudes I worked with were cool. I can say that. That's what's The up. job was not where you want it to be. Yeah, I bet. I mean, you factory can, work, can, it's so repetitive and like it's yeah. hazardous too. It's, it's hazardous. a dangerous job. Like. You, can, you can feel that shit just is not right mm-hmm. for you, you know? So then, yeah, it's coming home and my neighbor offered me a job. The same club on the street downtown nice. Toronto. So you back at the crib. And you're still in Pickering at the mm-hmm. time. Got you. Mm-hmm. And are you living on your own at this time? No. Or no, still no, at your no. folks' crib? Yep. And has there been any change in all this time, or is it still... In terms of... Like, the joyfulness being gone, is it still feeling the same way? Like, like at, the, at your parents' crib? Yeah. Are you still seeing it the same way? Or um, has there been any change with that? 
I don't know. I don't really like to talk to them because they make me upset. That talk about you. them because they make me upset. It's like, why do you live like this? Got you. It doesn't bother me anymore. When I was young and I didn't understand anything, I'm like, well, I guess this is what it is. Obviously, I was a very angry person. Mm-hmm. When you grow up, you're like, oh, like these other choices y'all made, they're dumb. Got you. I'm not even mad at them. Or I'm not even mad at them. Like you still live like this to this day. Or so that's really how you see life, huh? And I mean, that's what they were implementing in you. So you kind of have to look at it the same way. It's like they're constantly telling you, you know, oh, these are decisions that you're making. Oh, okay, cool. You could do that if you want to. But if things go left, I'm not going to be there to help mm-hmm. you with that. So mm-hmm. there's no way you're not going to mirror that. You know what I mean? In the same way. So, yeah. Um, so your neighbor got you a job. And I'm assuming this is a job in entertainment. Yes. So what kind of entertainment? Uh, so it was a, a, what do you call this shit? A club and concert hall. Got you. And I was security. Got you. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so this is your first time in that type of position? Yes, like, sir. Yeah, okay, cool. Crazy thing, though, my auntie always had a club, a bar and club growing up. On the same so, street? No, no, no. This no. is on the west side of the city. And like, uh, I don't know what to call it, bro. Like, if you, I don't, I'm so bad with names and streets and it's such. It's all good. But it says it's a Jamaican part of the city. Okay. So even when we were young, just be back there and in the kitchen and watching these things. It was super fun. Country. Love my auntie's cooking, you know. More so that was the suck. best part. You go there, and everyone speaks Patois, and it's just it's just great. Yeah. You're getting this really nice food, and she's yeah. always taking care of y'all and sending you guys home with something, you know. More. And then, and I get into this, and it was it was at first it was a metal club on the weekends. Okay. But then, they had the different shows and concerts, so I seen a lot of bands and such like that. What was that like for you, man? Because I can't hold you. Like it's hard for me to even sit in a car with somebody playing metal. I can't imagine, like, um, work in security. Uh, to me, to be honest, it was amazing because growing up, I only knew gospel, rap, and reggae. Okay. And now here's this whole new world that I didn't know existed. Work. So it was just amazing. Bro, I had I had such a good time. Word. It even got better. after I got in a really big fight. Um, like working? Yes. Yeah. Nobody knew that I actually fought. Okay. Because right? if you see me, I'm like, I'm just laughing kind of like, mm-hmm. I walk down the street and laugh and talk to myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So nobody knew, but um, uh, I'd never been jumped either. Okay. I did wrestling and such in high school. I see. Right? They wanted to start a boxing club and such, right? Um, I'd never been jumped. And uh, these guys faked the conflict because we had girls that danced in the club. Mm-hmm. And I had to go and tell them a few times, stop, stop. And, you know, and they didn't like me, obviously, for that. Like, you can't be touching the girls, bro. Mm-hmm. So they had a little fake fight. Go over to them, like, yo, guys, what you doing this time? Grabbed me from behind, started punching me in the back of the head. Mm. My mind is like... The world kind of like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, what's happening? And I turned around to it, right? So you're punching me, and as I turn around, look at you because you didn't. There's no effect. I remember. Uh, I don't know. Then I got thrown across the bar. Like during this yeah. incident, yeah. There, okay. So you see my size now. So imagine mm-hmm. me then, I was even smaller. Okay. But again, wrestling and you doing a little boxing and such like that. I see. And I remember the bartender said, "They don't even. They don't understand. It's like I hit." like the bottom of the, the wall but it, I moved so fast I moved so fast it was like I bounced right back at him but you don't understand I've never been jumped fight or flight mm-hmm. it was words I don't even want to say mm-hmm. I don't know how I got him down but I did so now I'm on his face with them then he turned his face I, I remember I turned around on him somehow and I'm putting my knees in his face now because he's on the ground I couldn't tell okay, you how I, I got see. him down he's like slipping falling type shit and yeah. I got in a lot of trouble because they see. ran out and I chased them. I see. Because right? that's your job is just to get them out of there. If they already leaving, then it's supposed to be dead. Yeah, but 
you're not my thing. You're not going to jump me in. You're not. I'm not letting you have a story. Yeah. I've been like that since the, you asked my little homies. Or oh, sorry, not even my little homies. My friends were all age. More. You're not. I'm not letting you have a story on me, eh? More. You're not having a story on I me. I feel that you gonna remember this. My mind went nuts. Dude, I remember a big, big dude pulled me up. This is this is uh one of the guys we worked with at the time. Was he the head of security? But big, you know, big buff, and right against my throat on the fence, right against oh, my like throat. Oh, like stopping you, stopping more. me. Big motherfucker. I was I was even smaller back then. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you how I got out of it. I got out of it. Chased him up the block. These two guys that these, did. These, yeah. It was three of them. Okay. Chased him up the block. Now I'm in the street. Cars going, I don't care. More. They don't, and see, that's some things about people. Like, even sometimes out here when dudes is acting too tough. Like, why, man? Well, you don't, don't, I kicked his ass. You're not doing that to me, bro. Yeah. You're just not, you're That's too determined. You're too I'm, gold determined. Yeah, to I'm, I'm a very happy person. I'm not setting any confrontation with nobody. Yeah. It's, but I didn't know I'd snap like that. Yeah. But I did. And that's when I got in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. And, they're t- and I had to tell them, yo, like, again, nobody knew I fought. I said, yeah, what do you mean a lot of trouble? Like, with work? Yeah. Work. Yeah. Punching him in his face, putting my knees in his throat yeah. and such. Then you chase this thing literally outside and all the way up the block. Mm-hmm. And you're literally in the street throwing fists. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I feel but that. Because everyone just thought, I'm just Josh. They, I, the, people don't even know me meeting for the first time, even out here. Joshy. Yeah. I'm very childlike. Mm-hmm. You I'm have very a very childlike. youthful spirit, for yes. sure. 100%. So when they saw that, they're like, what the fuck? I had to tell them, oh, oh yeah, I, I fight. You fight? I'm like, yeah. And I've never been jumped because mm-hmm. it's face to face. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to do that. You know what I'm saying? But the best thing that came from that is they took me off the floor. I was not allowed to be on the floor anymore. Gotcha. You know? And they put me on the ticket box. Okay. So I had to go. So I got everyone that came through. I got to meet them. Oh, my goodness. Life changed, bro. Okay. Happiness was there, bro. Okay. Happiness was there, bro. Put you in back in your social. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, like yeah back yeah. then. Yeah. So before we have that transition into, like, the different career, like, different part in that job, um, what do you feel it is about you that has, like, how can I say this? What do you feel it is that makes you so determined in those instances? Like, in, why does it have such a strong effect on you when... Because you even said that somebody stole from you and you lost it when you were in high school. So what is it? Is it an experience that you had when you were younger? Is it something that you've seen and maybe your elder siblings or something that you've seen around you? Because it's like you have a a low tolerance for stuff like that. And usually nice people are very... They give a lot of passes. You know what I mean? They'll, oh, I'm not fake. They're just chilling. Like, you know, okay, that's what you want to do. Cool. I'll keep it from there. Like, now mm-hmm. I know how you move. But that's not your interpretation of it. So what is it exactly that guides or that influences you to be so driven when circumstances like that happen? I got to think it's, um, which I would not have known back then, but I plan life. Right? Which then, back then I couldn't have told you that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, and this just interrupted my plan. Got you. What the fuck is going on? Like, I've been on a path, and now you're disrupting you're, me from yeah, my path. Got yeah, you. and it's like, no, 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 no. This is not what I planned for. It's not a lie. I can tell you that now. Back then, I couldn't have told you that. Got you. Back then, you would have just been like, it's just what I do. Dude, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah. But I realize now, it's like, I always have a, a goal in mind of what I want to do or achieve. So it's like, wait a minute. Which, well, this this is not it. Yeah. I'm getting back there. So, yeah, I think that's what it's like. Mm-mm. I feel that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, getting jumped is no joke. Like, I got jumped... 2021 mm. by like six dudes man like okay i have a i have a real vulnerable spot but it's cool this experience changed that perspective for me because i used to be big on like 
don't know, man. If I see a dude being a little too aggressive with a shorty, like, like physical, like, like really asserting like dominance, because there's differences in like playfulness or if it's like a, like a sexual thing or whatever, you know, I feel like you could really tell those things. But this one day I'm at work, I was working at a movie theater at the time mm. in New York. And this dude grabbed Shorty by the neck and threw her up against the wall. And I'm way over at the ticket booth. And they got security there, too, but they just kind of wasn't doing their job. So I went, I confronted Buddy. We chirping back and forth, and I just got mad. I pushed him, kind of like separating the distance. But I peeped his man's kind of eyeing me. So I'm like, okay, they together for sure. Because why he looking at me like that? It's different when you're not there. You want to step back if you see two people about to fight or something. But he was eyeing me hard. So I start stepping back. And he's trying to hit me with the haymaker. So I'm like, okay, let me grab this dude, toss him down, because I know the next one is coming, because I'm thinking it's just two. Five dudes pull up, and I feel everybody just hitting me on my head. And, you know, instinctively, I'm like, I'm already at the ground at this point, so mm-hmm. instinctively you want to get up. So I'm trying to do the whole, like, gather my feet up from the bottom so I can stand up, but my eyes were still open. When I see how many people it was, I was like, man, let me just get in feet real quick and mm-hmm. wait this out. So they got their licks in, they dipped. And then um, I just kept it pushing. I finished my shift or whatever. Like, they didn't really mm-hmm. knock nothing down. But, um, yeah, it's just you can't think in those moments. Like, it's impossible to be. It's different on a one-on-one. You could be a little coherent. You could take a look and try to think of, okay, I'm going to do this next or this, that, and the third. But when it's that many heads, it's an overwhelming experience. Oh, yeah. When it's more than two people, bro, it's just overwhelming. Like, you just don't know what your next move is going to be. Mm-hmm. So I definitely understand how, at least in that instance, like how, is that real fight or flight like it's all impulsive you don't you're not thinking no more mm-hmm. your brain is not being coherent like it's just you just all instinctive like just all the way through so yeah i understand that for sure it's not a good time it's not a good time at mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely not a good time um so now you're at the ticket booth and mm-hmm. you, I'm, I'm assuming what you're enjoying is socializing but what, yeah, what is yeah, it that yeah. you liked about the gig why do you feel like it changed your life forever meeting people okay meeting people more you know, I get to um, I get to meet beautiful women, you know, all the time, every night. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. With so many different uh, types of music, it's different people. Mm. Different people are in a different Facts. thing. So That's show a me, fact. Show me like, whoa. If you got people coming for the metal shows, you got yes. people coming for these yes. shows, those shows. Yes. Even, even, even the dudes I met. Because they're like, oh, man, little homie, he's cool. Mm. I have to go to all types of parties. I used to go to a metal party once a month. Okay. These people own a mansion. Oh, word. And you know what I'm saying? And they were the ones who they dress up and they had food for you and a real I'm showing up. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that existed. Mm-hmm. You know, most of them you'll see them, they probably they live at home with their parents or whatnot, but they're a very successful young couple, had a mansion. Mm. Once a month they threw a metal party at their place. And they let me just be me and show up like me. Word. You know, so now I have a Feels chick that's into that. Yeah. I remember the first time a shorty that was tatted, tatted right down. I'd never seen something like I'm that. I'm like, and then I'm like, I'm black. Yeah. Like, how the fuck do you like me? Like, yeah. it didn't make sense to me. It doesn't. It's not it supposed to happen. With everything yes. that you've seen your whole life, it's not supposed, it's supposed to, to happen. happen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Facts. Uh, uh, I didn't know they had harpists. I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah, but like playing the harp. Yeah, that's the, harp. the right harpist. Yeah. yeah. How do these, these women look like they, they quiet and read library books? Mm-hmm. And you like me? Mm-hmm. Like, it just showed me, like, whoa, the world is so cool, bro. Yeah, man. Especially those people in, like, small, tight-knit groups. Especially, like... I feel like it's a shared experience. Obviously, it's not the same. You can't really compare it like 100%. They're not equal, but they do have comparisons because it's like when you think of like, quote unquote, like the black experience, Mm. it's people 
judging you over something that you really have no control over. You know what I mean? They're going to look at you and they're going to have an idea of you and they're either going to accept you or they're not going to accept you. So they kind of mm-hmm. walk around with that type of experience as well. Because when you got a shorty that's tatted down all the way through, you already know. I mean, just a face tat alone. People will look at you so differently. Mm-hmm. People will see you with a face tat, but I don't want that person around my kids. Like, it's, it's insane, you know? So I think it's just... It's that comparison. People will rock with you because you know that y'all both understand what it's like to be perceived another way or to be judged for no reason. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think that's what it is with that comparison. Uh-huh. People liking each other like that. Okay, yeah. okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's no, different, man. So that's that's what made it fun for me. And I'm right. living downtown now too, right? Got you. So I'm living a few blocks from where I work. Got Again, you. This is, yeah, this is, life was just good. It was very good. And is this your first time living alone? Yeah. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of getting your first little taste of independence as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of, of course, you've been working and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. it's just, and I mean, your parents was pretty free-willed, but I always feel like it's different when you got your own crib. Like, it's just a different ball. Oh, completely. Yeah. Completely. Because you got you to gotta imagine, um, people didn't really come over. We didn't really like come, we were coming over to our house mm-hmm. just because of, that know, little friends transition. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now I don't mind my I loved it. And then I finally started going, I finally went to college. Oh, word. Right? So what'd you go to school for? I did auto auto mechanic. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. What mm-hmm. made you want to start going to school? Actually, my friends and my brother. Okay. One of my friends, one of my good friends, even to the same, my brother. Again, it's like, in my mind, I was like, what am I going to do with all this money? Mm. You know? And I didn't know what to do with it. Mm. And they told me, I think it was over a year, they kept telling me to go to school. But again, what was my mindset? Word. The government's not getting my money. Mm-hmm. And it just came to a point, I remember I was walking in the street one day, and I had nothing to do. Like... Even to this day, like I work seven days a week because mm-hmm. time off just drives me nuts. Like I have my I have my four days off. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to trade. The market's closed. I'm like, fuck, I have to find something to trade. Yeah. I don't sit and still. And I had nothing to do. And I remember just going to school, man. Wow. And I showed up the very last day you can be there and I had to pay right away for that. And I remember the greatest feeling was I had a credit card, mm-hmm. the limit high enough I could pay for it. And I believe it was in my right pocket. And in my left pocket, I had enough cash to pay for it. Wow. Completely coincidentally. What am I going to do? Yeah, and it just it was an amazing feeling. Wow. And then when I went to college, it was, oh, man, it was incredible, actually. Because I didn't go, I went from being a mediocre and average student to now being the top of my class. I see. I mean, now it's your own money behind it, so it's, I feel it was, like it'll it probably have It wasn't even money leaving my environment. Uh, I see. You know, like where you were going if, to school. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like, you all the time. Okay, Distractions, cool. shit like that, yeah. It's like, I, I, don't, I didn't care about anything. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, I'm doing this by myself. And you look around and people were so surprised. I was so knowledgeable because I would think I was two weeks, two weeks late. That's why it was a very deadline. So mm-hmm. school had already started. And I show up and they're like, how does this guy know so much? Well, I love cars, right? So it's like, yo, how does he know so much? And then I got to be like, that's always like a team leader, group leader, whatever. My friends in college were the, were the, were the Asian students. Okay. East and South Asians. Okay. You know? So yeah. I was using my brain. Word. Whereas when I was growing up, it's like, nah, you're not this, you're not that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I'm going to prove to you. I was not. That wasn't your No. Move. It's like, oh, okay. You just had to know that you could do it. And then you go out and you're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, so that was incredible. I work in the entertainment industry. Oh, and again, I never slept. Words. I, I guess you were to, just going to, to school, working, then going back to school I, right away. That was super cool because I'd have my friends and they have to wake me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it's time to get off when I'm going home I'd have someone that would wake me up again I'm just always awake yeah I'm just I'm sorry yeah I was always awake yeah I mean even if you're what, sleeping it's such a short amount yeah. of time like but the thing the thing that I regret the most is I had more life than ever at that time mm-hmm. 
But, you know, when you're figuring shit out for yourself, you kind of don't know. Yeah. You're not focused on what's going on. You're kind of trying to think about later. I'm like, I could have grown into so much better of a person. Like, today, it's like, fuck, Brody. Why? You you, kind of threw your life away, huh? It's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah, I definitely did. I definitely did. um, Wow, like, did you end up just stop going to school? Yeah, I dropped or? out. So, um, I was going through a transition in life, changes in life. Okay. Uh, I turned 25 years old. Okay. Right? And um, I can remember seeing it in my head. The walls were falling away from me. Mm. And I'm trying to grab them, and I can't. The floor is falling off from me. But it's just simply like a milestone. But you have no one to tell you these things. Facts. So, what do you think I did? Do you think I kept reaching for the stars, bro? I said they were right. Mm. They were right. Now you gotta imagine someone who's good your whole life and seeing this bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, they were right. This is who I am now, bro. I became, yeah, bro. Where? I became a very bad person. And that shit is not cool. Where? Someone it sounds something like, yo, doggy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just it's a life change. A milestone is a, is a big deal. Oh yeah. I didn't know this. I'm I mean, like, sure. how could you? How could you work so hard? How could you do so good? And how can this be happening now? They were right. Mm-hmm. And I threw away everything, brother. Threw my whole life away. You experienced that one little piece of like defeat, and you said, "This is everything that they've been saying." It wasn't was true. even defeat, bro. Life was simply changing, and I didn't understand. Okay. You know, it's hard. So changing to how? What was it that was changing? It's like everything I knew around me was changing, but I didn't know you're growing into something better. I see. That's why all that old shit was. As I said, I could see the walls fading away in my head. They're just falling away. Yeah. It was more or less just the walls of what you're used to. Used to. Yeah. And I didn't understand what was going on. It felt like a destroying, but I mean, that's what it was, but it was like a new birth, you know? It's kind of like a phoenix, like how a phoenix will burst into flames and rise straight from the ashes. Gotcha. I worked at the phoenix. Oh, word? That's the name of the spot that you was working at? Yes, sir. Wow. You know what I'm saying? The irony, When you don't have someone to tell you these things, instead of me evolving, it's like, broken. it's even better, because I'm having the time of my life. Mm. I'm one of the top kids in my class. I love my job. At this point, I had two jobs. I was doing set building overnight. When I say I did not sleep, I did not sleep. Mm. I was late for school every single day. <laughs> an hour late because... Wait for somebody to wake I, you an up. Hour, no, an hour late because my set building. You've seen when they oh, do movies and such okay, like I that in the trucks are parked? Yes. We do this overnight a lot. Yeah. So I'm finished, and it's always an hour late. Have it ready for the early shoes. To, so how'd you get that job set? Like set building? My brother. Got you. My brother. What was he doing the same thing? Yes, That's sir. That's what he was doing. Yes, got sir. you. What was it he like was, working with your brother? He was a key brother? grip. I didn't work with him. He was a oh, key grip. Oh, he was the grip like for the microphone. No, I don't even know what the key grip is, bro. Okay, cool. I'm not going to lie to you. Got you. But he got me set building. I have a union job, bro. Oh, word. That's fired. I Are forgot. Are you kidding me? In Toronto, that's stuff? a union, bro. Like, yeah, facts. See what I'm saying? That's why I say I ended up here. The reason why I ended up here is I went very dark. Got you. You know, instead of like, yo, you're evolving into something even better. Mm. Instead, I'm like, I went very dark. Mm-hmm. You just went, you dove in, you just accepted what it was, and then you said, all right, Completely destroyed my life. That's what I'm going to do. Completely destroyed my life. Got you. And that's how I ended up here, because my sister's like, yo, doggy, like, you You got to get out of here. Yeah. So what was it, um, what are some of the things that you're willing to share that would happen in that you felt were, like, uh, added or helped the destruction of your life? What were some of the things that you were doing? Oh, would you believe, like, I'd have a drink, yes, because I'd party. Mm Mm-hmm. I would drink. I never did drugs, brother. Mm-hmm. 25 years old, I never did drugs, brother. Mm-hmm. I purposely became a drug addict. Oh, okay. What was your choice? What were you into at the time? Fuck, I don't know. Weed, cocaine, probably. More. Yeah. Kind of balancing things out right there. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I remember I purposely made that choice. More. You said that's what I am anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I saw it in my whole life. I had no interest in it. Mm-hmm. I remember when kids were trying shit. It just never appealed to me. Mm-hmm. And then to think, it's like, wait a minute. So, I, and I was told my whole life, you ain't shit, bro. Mm-hmm. So I'm, an, I'm I, this is my able, ain't shit and behavior. I was, and I was able to bounce through life. And even my cousin's like, he never understood. Everything just rolled off your back. Mm. But when this happened now, I'm like, oh, they were right. Mm. You know, I didn't commit crimes before. I, I, didn't do, I, didn't do, I didn't do none of that shit. It just didn't appeal to me. Mm-hmm. In the people, my friend, I got, I got buddy in jail to this day. He just kept getting worse and worse. It's from high school to now, bro. Got you. Just kept getting worse and worse. Whereas me, like, it had no appeal to me. And then when I, I'm like, oh. And I feel like it, it, your work ethic must have contributed to that. Because it's like, when you think of, at least for me, whenever people would. Because, I mean, if you grow up in a rough environment and you're a social person and you're a good person, people mess with you. People are going to try to get you involved in things. It don't really matter, right? Like, people are going to try to pitch certain things to you. And the way that they try to do it is with the money. So, for me, it wasn't appealing because I always just was aware of the consequences of my actions. I was like, listen, man, I'm not ready to deal with them type of consequences. Like, I'm good off of that. I don't want to, I don't ever want to have to make that decision about my freedom or someone else's freedom. Like, that's the last thing I want to put myself in a position like that. But I feel like for you, tell me if I'm wrong, it must have been the fact that. You was already making the money. Like you probably had just as much money as these dudes had going in a different route. You know what I mean? You didn't have to do the shit that these dudes was doing. Do you feel like that's what contributed to you, at least then in the past, not wanting to partake in those type of activities? No. My brothers told me I could be good. Okay. That was it. It's like, yo, you can be good. More. You don't have to be like us. More. And it was like, oh, cool. More. You know? That's that's what it was. It was yeah, and again, seeing it. Mm. Then I've seen I've seen because we're again my where my grandma lived. I seen a woman get stabbed up in the hall to her, from one end to the next. It was blood, and no one would help her. Mm. I just seen so much fuckery that just I'm just like dog. I don't have. I'm not interested in this, bro. Mm-hmm. I had no interest in it. Just seeing stupidness all your life, and just like no, I'm good. More. I'm good. I'm good off that. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Mm-hmm. It's different when you got that face to face value. You know what I'm saying? Like when you see in it real life. Yeah. Like it's like with drugs, I feel like we got so many examples of like why you don't want to do that. Like mm-hmm. you go anywhere anywhere in I'm gonna just say North America to make it simple. Like I feel like you go anywhere in North America, man, you're gonna see why you shouldn't be doing drugs. Mm-hmm. Like there's nowhere you could go out here now, especially with all the opioid shit going on. Like there's nowhere you could go where you're not gonna see a prime example of why drugs is not the way. Because mm-hmm. it's it's that nod and off shit is so crazy to me. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just wild, bro. Like to, to find that appealing or to feel, cause I'm like, maybe that might be fun at the crib when you don't got nobody looking at you or you don't got to worry about nobody doing that to do you. But it's just wild, man. Like literally killed over in the street, you know, like it's just, it doesn't look like fun. <laughs> you know, no, I felt no. the same one. It's yeah. like, that don't look fly yeah. at all. It does not appeal shit. to me yeah. in any way, shape or form. Yeah, it doesn't seem dope at all. So, we're in school. We're working at the bar. Yeah. Um, or the, what would we consider? Like a hall? Yes. Yeah, working yes. at the hall, Phoenix. And you're working, doing set, um, set building. Mm-hmm. And then there's this transition point. So, how did you cut ties with everything? What was it? Like, like, because you already accepted that fact at that time that, you know, I'm I'm on bad timing now. 
So, you know, what was it that you did? What was it that transitioned you out? What do you mean? Like, how did you just get up and dip on everything? Were you still working these jobs at the time? Was school the only no. thing that you quit? Um, no, even the jobs I quit. More. So this is a job that I love, bro. I can even tell you it was three years and nine months. More. I was there. Um, I remember something happened at work. I disagree with. Mm. Yeah, fuck you, I'm out. Got you. This is a place I love, bro. Fuck you, I'm out. Got you. Like, because everything, when shit was going bad, like, the place I loved, bro. Where? Fuck you, I'm out. You got cold-hearted again, like how you was before. Got mm-hmm. you. And like that, Josh mm-hmm. was gone. Mm-hmm. I remember I remember years after people like, yo, dog, every, we, were, we used to get so sad. Nobody knew what happened to you. Mm. Gone with the wind. Gone. Mm-hmm. I would show up. That's one thing they said. They're like, you were always on. T- I was doing what I loved. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you wouldn't do. What the hell are you cleaning up for? Mm-hmm. Is this, a, this is a place I love, bro. This is a place where I got to become a man in this place. Women show me all types of shit. Mm-hmm. Just having the time of my life. Fuck you, I'm gone. You see what I'm saying? That's something. Like, mm-mm, mm-mm. A lot of shit's not right in life. Certain yeah. ways you raise people is not right. Yeah. Because if something goes bad, they might start believing what you've been saying to them. Of course. You know? I mean, you're the main person that I'm supposed to be believing what it is that you say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're my mm-hmm. parent. Like, everything that you say is a green light, you know? I'm going to believe what it is that you're saying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree 100%. Words hold a lot of weight, man. Yeah, man. They make it seem like they don't do shit, but that's the thing people don't understand. It's like something as simple as somebody that you don't know could come up to you and be like, you're a liar will have no effect on you at all. You just mm-hmm. keep it pushing. It's like, okay, <laughs> good for you. Let your granny come up to you right now and call you a liar and tell me you, that shit is just going to go right off. There's no way. No. Because it's the, it's the people that hold the weight. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. The people make these words hurt. Mm-hmm. For sure. Who it's coming from is heavy, man. Yeah, yeah. It's heavy. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Sorry you quit all these jobs. You're done. Gone with the wind. Um, and you're still in Pickering at the time. Or no, this no. is in Toronto. You told Toronto. me you were still in the, the yeah. Phoenix was on the yeah. strip. Yeah. Facts. So... Um, you still had your family around and stuff like that. What was your relationship like with your family at the time? Were you still going over to your granny's house and stuff? Like, no, no. You, you guys know me to this day. Like, I don't keep in contact. Word. It's not that we have an issue. It's just it's not. A, if I know you and we're good, that's all it takes. Yeah. You can call me even at friends. You can call me years later. It don't matter. Out the blue. As long as we're good, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I'm no on problem. the same page. Yeah. yeah. So I've always been like that, right? Word. As long as we're good, then we're. Oh, I would go to my granny's every now and then because my brother would make me. Gotcha. But other than that, if we're good, we're good. Word. You know, so you don't even have to worry about me. I'm not gotcha. gonna. I'm not gonna sit there and call. Honestly, maybe I might see something to remind me of you, mm-hmm. uh, me of you, and I'll be like, "Yo, woo woo." And it, again, it's gonna be out the blue, mm-hmm. just saying what's up, and I'm gone. Yeah, it's not. It's not no conversation. I you feel know? that. Yeah, I feel yeah. that. Always on the go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're 25 at the time. Um, living in Toronto, you got your own spot. I'm trying to think. Um, hmm. So. I'm seeing kind of like a bit of a pattern because when you were a kid, everything was joyful, sunshine, that transition stops. Even still, because even when you were at school, you were very joyful, happy-go-lucky, everything mm-hmm. was all good. But then when that transition stops, you get cold-hearted, you cut everybody off. Mm-hmm. Then you go through that pattern, like that phase there of that, and then you go, um, something happens where, let's say, you know, at first you're bouncing, now you're in a new environment, there's new things being presented to you, you're enjoying yourself. Mm-hmm. Now you're at the ticket booth, you socializing, you get into new things, you kind of transitioning back into that joyful position, mm-hmm. you feel me? And then now, again, we're back at, you know, something happens and we're back on that cold-hearted, just fuck the world, 
I'm back on bad timing. So, you know, now we're, I'm curious more or less, like what were some of the differences that you would see in your life then? Because, you know, before you were working all the time, you didn't have really any time to be doing anything else. You just finished doing all three of the things that you were doing at the same time. That puts a lot of free times on your hands. So what were you getting into at the time? Remember, I became a drug addict by choice. Facts. Like, all that shit changed overnight. More. It was literally, fuck the world. More. Done. Because it's, it's, it's not something I ever thought about. It's not something I ever saw coming. And when it, when it crashes you like that, again, it's, my mom was like, oh, shit. They were right. Mm. This is all I'll ever be. Mm-hmm. So you go from not doing any type of anything. To doing all of it. To not, yeah, bro. And I'm More. like, yo, you do evil to people. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. They, didn't, they didn't do anything to deserve that. Mm-hmm. But my mind was gone. Overnight, my mind was gone, bro. More. You know? So that, that was not cool. And, and what were the, some of the people you had around you like? Because before you were nobody, saying nobody, nobody around you. Nobody, bro. I'm, I was a demon. Where? I'm in the street. I remember one night I was looking just to do anything to anybody. Gotcha. How do I live in Toronto, downtown Toronto? And I walk to the west end of the city. And there's nobody there. Mm. Do you understand? It's hard to explain to people how evil I was, bro. Mm. Nobody was there. I remember that when I got to the west end of the city. I was like, yo, this makes no sense. They did themselves a favor I had, staying home. I had, bro, see what I'm saying? I'm just like, yo, it made, I remember that's something kind of stuck with me for a long time. Like, whoa, you know how many blocks you just walk? Just miles for you just walk? For, for instance, when I say I walk miles, I walk for hours. Nah, I know. We were in, we were, <laughs> yeah, I know. We were, we were down in Edmonton. Yup. I pulled out, and no one's at the house. Sorry, I'm, I don't know, I'm looking at my watch, but mm-hmm. it's my phone. I'm three hours and 36 away, three hours and 36 minutes away from the wall. Tied my shoes. I walked to the mall. Mm-hmm. So you got to understand, when I say I'm out there, I was out there. Mm-hmm. And there's nobody. But my intentions were one thing only. Mm-hmm. You know? That's who I became, bro. More. It's just like, that's, that's not right. That's not right. So in that time frame of, you know, you having those type of goals, you being in that headspace, um, you know, at the end of the day, man, there's always consequences for your actions. So were there anything? was there anything that happened that made you feel like damn maybe i shouldn't have did that or no no so okay so after losing everything and this is when i had no money i went back to my parents place and then um and they're still in pickering yep Mm -hmm. and Uh, what was that like going back to your folks um i lost it worse than i thought i did so when you got there you yes so growing up there wasn't pictures of me in the house okay no big deal you know, if you don't see it, you don't question it, didn't mm-hmm. And they had a picture of me as a baby, like a, like, a, like a little kid, like, let's call him, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. And I saw this happy kid. Bro, I thought I lost it before. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that picture growing up. I lost my shit, bro. It was just very triggering for you. Very triggering. Mm-hmm. I see this happy, bright kid. Who the fuck is he? Mm-hmm. Can't even recognize yourself. Yeah, bro. Exactly. Word. Oh, there we go. Where? There we go. And I remember when I was coming out here, I came out here by Greyhound. I had plans of just going across the country until somebody got me. And if they didn't, I was going to go to California. Because I know the gang life down there. Mm-hmm. I simply need to walk in the wrong neighborhood and I'm dead. Where? Because I wanted either it's me. It's not, it wasn't even a me or you situation. It's if you can take me out, then just do it. Where? I don't, so I, want, see. I don't want to be here. Your intentions weren't necessarily to affect other people. You just wanted to inflict some of that pain on yourself. 
I wanted, yeah, I wanted someone to do it to me. Like, mm-hmm. just, just take me out. Mm-hmm. So I was going to go across this country. It didn't matter what. Like, I was looking for it. And if no one could get me here, I was going, I remember that. My plan was to go to California. Mm. And I'm going to the hoods. So you came out here right after you moved in with your parents? No, a few months later for sure. Okay. So. What was it like those few months with your folks? Definitely not good. You weren't? Because you haven't you been know, here in a while. It was a long time. Yeah. And I realized, and that's not I realized everything they told me was a lie. Okay. You know, but at this point I was drinking a lot too. So that's how I get it. That's how I go through shit. I see. And was anyone else there? Like any of your siblings or no. anything? Living oh, with your my folks? younger sister. My younger okay, sister. Okay, cool. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More. Yeah, that's for sure. And where were you getting into in Pickering? Did you see anybody that you knew from before? Were you looking into anything like that? No, or? this is too many years later. I think by then gotcha. everyone's got their careers and yeah, they're of gone. Course. And yeah. Wow. yeah. So what were you getting into for those few months? Just kind of trying to figure stuff out or what? No. I was trying to figure shit out, bro. Or I just, I can just remember, there's a photo. I don't think it's on this one. No, it's probably not. Um, just me, shirt off. You know, I'm out there. It's winter time. Snow's on the ground. Got the boots. Got the, the track pants on. No shirt. Ice pick and one. I like the ice pick as a weapon. You, fuck. Don't, yeah, never mind. But I'm out there and no shirt, you know, yeah. bottling my hand. Doing your you know, thing. Just doing my thing. Bro. Yeah, I feel That it. was me at that point. So after a couple months point. at your parents' crib, you decided to take a bus. My sister said, yo, doggy. More. Like, you, you can't be here. More. And how old was your sister at the time? I don't know. I think she's two years older than me. Okay, cool. Yeah. More. Yeah. So she's aware of how much of a negative effect, like, being there is having on you yeah. Warren so what did she just tell you that you should go do something else or was she the one that told you to come out here yeah she told me to come out here for Warren. sure I wonder why well, do you she do knows you know her why? brother okay so I think she visited or some shit I don't know I don't know but yeah she's the one who got me out here mm-hmm. got you so, so she yeah. told you to pull up and um did you have any like goals or anything no. in mind when you came out here no definitely not mm-hmm. I remember Oh, man, this is, damn. I forget a lot of shit until you tell me, bro. More. But I did set, oh, the reason why I didn't mind if I died, um, because I wanted to, I set an impossible goal and an impossible dream that I okay. knew I couldn't achieve. What was so it? So that was my excuse. What was the goal and the dream? Uh, what are you bro. trying to do out here, man? All right, bro. Um, all right, fuck it, man. I can, I'll say, I don't like saying too much. Yeah, I, yeah. Nah, and I get it. Um. So, because I was always in that environment of the entertainment, mm-hmm. I want to be with the stars. Okay. How am I going to get there? I have no way of getting there. So, I set this impossible goal that that's where I had to be. You know? Mm-hmm. I knew I couldn't achieve it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can die. Got you. There's no way I'm achieving that. You know? And that's... You ever heard of the story of how I met Tory Lanez? Mm-mm. Walking down the street. Of where? Uh, Toronto. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Got you. I call old school... Old school car, Cadillac, I believe. Shit, I don't even know if I have pictures on there. That turned out amazing. I ended up working on the car, doing body work on the restoration Got on that you. car. And you were already into mechanic and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so it's kind of like life worked out for me. So I set yeah. these impossible goals and dreams. That's why it's like, you know, like I'm not going to commit suicide, but someone is going to kill me. Or I'm going to get know? somebody else to that's do it for why me. I'm, that's why it's like, if they're not going to get me here, go out to California. And my homie told me he was in the, he was in the hood shooting. He, he's worked with G. Perico a bunch of times. Got you. G. Perico's a fish. So I like mm-hmm. G. Perico. And he yeah. said simply, uh, some dudes said, not too many words. The hands start going up. Mm-hmm. And no, they said words to him. Then so he just someone, started claiming. 
No, no, he didn't start claiming. Then someone came around and said, no, he's whoop-de-woo. Okay. And they started doing hands. He goes, yo, it was the weirdest shit he's ever seen mm. because it was like not so much talking. And a bunch of this kept changing as there. And then, then he's like, okay. It's like, what the f... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's yeah. Just, um... so my mind, and that's how I knew, okay, all I need to do is just be in the wrong area. More. Perfect. I'm going to Cali. More. Going to Cali. I don't want to. I'm going to Cali, not to do anything positive with my life, so yeah. someone could take me out. Yeah, you knew that's a certified spot. That's he was certified. like, I know if I come out here on some bullshit, I'm it's dead. over with. So yeah, yeah. bro, More. you know. But yeah, I got something stopped me in my tracks. So, you know, well, that's good. I'm glad something stopped you in oh, your really? tracks. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, if there's anything I know, man, for real, is um, it's real culture out there. Mm-hmm. Like that shit ain't no joke. It's like, no joke. They really no joke. take that shit serious. Mm-hmm. Like that's why on. Even, like, I got a lot of cousins, I got a lot of friends, and even young people, too, like my little brothers and stuff, like, it's all viral stuff, right, where they be like, oh, that's bull, oh, what's up, blood, or like, yo, what's up, cuz, like, all that shit. I'm just like, yo, bro, like, I don't even like those type of jokes, Mm because to me, it's just, I know how much these people are willing to do behind that. Mm -hmm. I know how important it is to them. I look at that the same way as, like, someone wearing a military uniform that didn't serve. And they're like in the street asking for donations and shit. Mm. Like you seen those? Have you ever seen those videos where an uh, actual dude Ooh, in the military come and check you? He's yeah. like, "Oh, so where'd you train? Who'd you go? This, this, that." The same thing happens in any like gang environment mm-hmm. where if you go over there, you repping the flag, or you saying you claim this or you claim that, they're gonna check your credentials. Yes. And if they don't check out, it's gonna be a serious yeah. problem. It's gonna be a serious problem. So, yeah, I don't. They take that shit very seriously. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I get it. It's life or death. Like, why would you not take it seriously? Exactly. You know? Um, so some stop you in your tracks. So where are you at the time? What stopped me from getting there? Yeah, Fort Mac. Got you. Yeah. So that's when you you get to Fort Mac first before you pull up to Cali. Yes. Got you. Yes. So what was it like? Where did you? What year was it? you when you first came to Fort Mac? Can you 2013. remember? Twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. But that's funny. That's a year after I came out here. Mm. Um. So what was it like for you when you first came out here? I remember, my mind was gone. Facts. My mind was gone. Facts. I didn't. I remember. I remember even by this day, I have a very hard time talking to people is mm-hmm. I was so determined I said no friends no girlfriend no talking mm-hmm. you can see how all these years later it still affects me mm-hmm. but I was very deep in that I didn't want a soul in this world to know me because I was not here for anything good mm-hmm. I was not simple I wasn't here for any good fucking reason More. right so that's why to this day you can see that that patch or what do you call it code or I don't know the fuck I made with myself mm-hmm. You know, made a vow. Made a vow. There More. we go. More. Yeah, and I'm just like, gosh darn, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But I was very determined and serious about what I said. I meant it. I feel that. Yeah. No friends, no girlfriend, no talking, and it, like it affects me to this day. Where did you but, live out here when you first moved out here? My sisters, for sure. Okay, so yeah. she was staying out here too. So y'all mm-hmm. both came out here, basically. No, she was out here before me. Okay, I see. Yeah. So she has a husband. He has. A, he had a, a good job. Well, of course, that's why you come out here. Yeah, trying to make you know, some bread. She's like, yo, nah, bro. Like, this is not happening to you. Come here. Oh, so she, because you told me that your sister was living with, at your parents' story, Pickering, but this is your other sister. Yeah, Got yeah, you. So yeah. your sister that's in Fort Mac, she already knew what was going on at your folks' crib, so she was just like, pull up, like, mm-hmm. come over here. Mm-hmm. Or, so what'd you get into when you got out here? Work-wise? Yeah. I was working at the place, I had a club called Club Envy. Oh, yeah, OG. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. um by the mall, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a Puro later. Is it Pure Later? Pure Later, yeah. That's the yeah. mail spot. Like, they yes. deliver packages. So, yeah. Um, again, I'm back to working multiple jobs Double at the same jobs, time. Double jobs, yeah. yeah. Staying focused. Mm-hmm. Got you. Mm-hmm. And you got your vow. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to handle your business. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard vow because out here, 
I mean, I don't know too much about Toronto or Pickering. I've never been there before. But out here, they social. They social out here. Mm-hmm. Like, they love us some small talk out here, man. Like, it's it's different. I never really experienced it like that until I moved out here. So, with you on that vow, like, you know, I'm not really trying to socialize. I'm not trying to get to know nobody. It must have been pretty hard working with people because I know no. that they – it wasn't hard for you? My energy was icy. Got you. They yeah, kind of – you, you weren't yeah, approachable. Like, no, I wasn't approachable. I got you. Yeah. Yep. So – yeah, you know That's how to it. give that off. Got mm-hmm. you. So you said um, earlier that when you first came out here, you dipped and then you came back. So how long did you spend out here in Fort Mac? I don't know, man. Um, what changed is somebody. Obviously, I met somebody and uh, she showed me like a ton of light. And I know I turned it around in six months. That's why I'm mad at myself this day. Like I don't. I don't believe in 40 years and I retire. Wow. Okay, I see. Someone showed me light. I achieved everything in six months. Well, give me I didn't. Yeah, man. So, again, just being my loner self. Yeah. And I was in the club, again, with my mind just completely fried about mm-hmm. what I was doing and where I was going. And it's like. Oh, you're at work, like working yeah, in the Yeah. Got you. And it's like she stepped in front of me and without saying words, uh, I could hear, like, just looking me in the eyes and I could hear what she said plain and clear, bro. It mm-hmm. broke me. Mm-hmm. It broke me. It, and it made no sense because it's like I wasn't looking for love. Love didn't exist. It wasn't. It's kind of like I don't know. Just pick a word out the dictionary that you never seen before. It's not in your mind. It's not. More. I'm not. Oh, I'm need. I didn't. It wasn't it, real to you at the time. It wasn't. It didn't exist. Simple and plain. Did you, know you feel I mean? like you didn't deserve it as well? No, bro. I you were it didn't on exist your, to you. me. But I'm trying to tell you, like, it didn't exist. Like, just say there's a the blue a blue bends out there. If I don't know it, I don't see it. If I'm not like it does, it didn't exist. Gotcha. I wasn't looking for it. Nothing. I get it. But it, that had to be the only thing that would change because talking to you is not going to work. Yeah. There's no talking to me, you know, but. Just a connection. It was, yeah. I mean. And then it's, it's like, are you going to do this to me too? Mm. And it broke me inside, bro. Mm. And even though I could be broken. So what is it exactly that someone would do to make you feel that way? Because for some people. Eyes, no words. No, 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 no. I don't mean that. I mean, um, wait, you mean you're saying that that is what broke you? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. My fault. Yeah. I misunderstood. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I got you. So what what happened leading on? What is Josh like in a relationship? I'm curious because you're such a determined person, and oh. you don't, and you're such a busy person on top of that. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's hard to perceive what a relationship would be like with you. The world is yours. Okay. That's why <laughs> I don't fuck around, bro. Like yeah, I tried at the beginning serious. of this summer. Okay, I'm gonna sleep around more because I don't do it enough. And then I started getting pissed off, like bitch, get out of my fucking like these different women, you know. Mm-hmm. And just it wasn't cool. Yeah. I realized I. That's not your thing. It's not me. Yeah. And even now, they'll show up every now and then. They'll, you know, oh, I, want to, like, I don't want to go home with you, man. I'm like, God damn, I made mistakes. Mm. Because of that was such a pivotal moment. I don't, I don't get joy from it. Yes, in the moment, of course. But then it's me. You know I forget. Word. So then you showing up back at the club next week, and then this one shows up. And now I'm like, oh, what the? F-? Nah. No. So I'm like, no. Up. That was my plan at the beginning of the summer. I'm like, yo, I'm going to have fun. It's just not you. And I'm just like, no, nah, man. I have to be something I care about. Got you. That shit changed my life. That shit changed my... Dog, I was planning on letting someone kill me. Just not too long ago. You know what yeah. I'm saying? More. And someone didn't say a word to me. They looked me in my eyes, and I knew exactly what the time it was. Gave you a time, reason yeah, to live. Yeah, bro. And that's why, like, even when I go out now, I'm like, yo, where's mine? Mm. Every, every weekend, I'm looking for mine. Mm. Like, 
Shorties will throw it up on you like whoop de woo, mm-hmm. but you're not mine. Mm-hmm. That means something to me. Yo, I'm willing to work whatever. Even actually, last weekend, a, a, a woman said that to me. She goes, Yo, you're my safe place. Mm. I'm like, Huh? What you mean? She goes, I know you have a big heart. She goes, I know you have a big heart. You don't mm. fucking know me, but she could tell. Mm-hmm. She, she knew. See, that's the, those are the women I look for. More. It's not this or that. I don't look for nothing to nobody. You know what I'm saying? But it let looks, me do. It seems let like me, you're just kind of looking for understanding. Let me do this for you, bro. Yeah. I tried to like. I did not want to be here. More. And I know money can be made fast. Mm-hmm. Let me like. I still have joy and shit inside of me. You know what I'm saying? Let me do this for you. I'm not doing this for me. I'm not doing. I already did not want to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. That's why it's like I hear some. Oh, I did that. You're not gonna hear me talk like that. More. I really. You know what I'm saying? So I need to find that person like, yes, this is why. I don't believe in working for 40 years. I've seen too much. When, growing up, I remember. I remember we had safe all over. My mom had safe all over the house. Or I go into, you know, she has kids. And, you know, kids might pick at some shit from of time course. to time. I go into the freezer. Have you seen a big old bag of money? Mm-hmm. Mom, how did this? And my mom cussed me out. Why? Yeah. She was trying to hide it somewhere that they wouldn't look. Yeah. Big old bag. I've seen hundreds of thousands of dollars made. Or so you can't tell me. That's why when I hear homeboy out here, yeah, he got his I'm doing retired this, I'm in doing 40 that. years. I'm just like, God damn, we are not on the same page, bro. Mm-hmm. I've seen too much money made too fast. And that's why I'm looking for, let me do this for you. Let me show you life. Let's go around the world. More. You know, and then we can pick what are we doing. But I says, God damn, like, show you, like, y'all ain't got no value around here. Mm. It's different, you know man. I mean, but I you know not. where you at, though, bro. Yes, sir. Like, yes, you sir. know where you at. You feel me? Like, that's why I kind of just... I used to get tight about that, the type of things that certain people was into and the way that they was living and shit like that. But it's just, I mean, one, you don't want to judge because everybody doing their own thing. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, you just, you can never forget. There's two things that I find like are so important in life that are like, help me with people so much. The main one, which to me is the most important one, is that you can never forget that most people weren't raised the way that you were raised. Like, mm-hmm. There's always going to be a difference in that. Like, people just aren't going to move the same way. They're not going to think the same way as you because they didn't live that exact same life that you lived. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way y'all going to be 100% accurate all the way, all the way through. It's, like, it's, just, it's just not how it works. Then the second thing is you always got to remember where you at. Like, because mm-hmm. sometimes you can get comfortable and you think that you, you feel like you're at home, but you got to remember you're not at the crib. Like, you're not at the crib unless you're at the crib. You know what I mean? When you're somewhere else, you gotta remember that you're somewhere else, mm-hmm. and this is a prime. No, no, this place that. reminds me yeah. I'm somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, this yeah. shit is different out here for sure. Yeah. yeah. So you're working, meet this person. Um, what made you leave? Leave what here? Mm-hmm. Um, the first time you came. So remember, I said that I set those impossible goals mm-hmm. before I even left. Be with the stars. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was making my way here and to go out there. So long story short, she put so much life in me that um. I, I Toronto uh, had enough money to get a place down there. I remember mm-hmm. being in being in the uh, office and we're in a track suit and there's these three guys. So you have, I don't know what you should call the property man that finds you the property or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the two guys you're in the office with signing. Oh, papers. so you got your like real estate agent in there. There we yeah, go. You got the yes. brokers. Yeah, look yeah. at them in their suits, and that's another thing too. Uh, look at them in their suits. I'm in my track suit. I remember a real estate agent. She used to take me out enough because she didn't understand it. Mm. If you look at me, it's like who is this little nigga? Mm-hmm. I don't look like most, if you go, niggas in the city who ball, they look like it. Yeah. It's just I East Coast culture. Like you got to show the sure. bread. Yes. You got to yes. look like money. 
And then I remember she didn't understand it, so she would take me out. She mm -hmm. like life was just, again, life was crazy. Mm -hmm. But that's because of what this person did out here for me. Mm -hmm. It's like I didn't even no, again something that didn't exist to me. She put it in my face. Mm -hmm. It's like whoa. Again, I was mind. My mind was made up. This is the direction I'm going. Mm -hmm. You know. And then here comes something I didn't know exists. Positive alteration. It's mm -hmm. a pattern, man. I'm trying to tell you, man. Oh, really? It's because we just went from. I mean, we was just saying we wanted someone to take us out. We're in a negative headspace, cold-hearted, and then something comes and livens you up. You know what I mean? Because the last one was being in the ticket booth, being more sociable, meeting new people, and then now you are finding love in this time frame, right? So now you're that's your transition point. So it seems like we're going in a really happy route. Mm -hmm. So we're moving to Toronto, I'm assuming. Just got a spot out there. Mm -hmm. What was the spot like? I got a pre-built and sold it. Okay, cool. Yeah, that was stupid. Okay. Very stupid. So, I don't know. You get to pick everything, too, in your, in your home. Like, that mm. was the most amazing thing. That I, my, my buddy gets at me to this day. What if you had kept it? You know? But, again, sometimes you need something to help you in life and teach you things. Right? Yeah, facts. These yeah, experiences, yeah. man. Yeah. They lead us to places, for sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, so, how long were you in changes. Toronto for when you went out there? I don't know. Mm. But I was on top of the world, bro. I was just, just so alive. More. Back to life. Was that the time I met these fools? Must have been. Must have been. Yeah, because I think I need to remember that goal or dream I set for myself. I just walking down the street, just time of my life. Time of my life walking down the street. Shit. Sorry, bro. I can't it's remember what order this stuff happens in. Yeah, don't trip. It's all good, man. Okay, so I met Tori by walking down the street. Mm -hmm. It's not an old school. I'm looking at the car like, yo, what is this? The blower is like the supercharger. I'm like, that's way too big. I'm just staring at the car in the window. Looks at me. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know? And I remember just did this and kept it moving. Two days later, because my buddy has a little little entertainment production company, whatnot, with rental equipment and everything, okay, whatnot, cool. you know? I think I remember hearing about this when I first met you mm -hmm. over at Brew House. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's telling me to come to set. I personally do not like that rap shit. Okay. Reason being is, remember, I used to be super negative. Mm -hmm. These guys do show up with guns. Yeah. You know, and I'm just You're not that. You're back in that environment. You don't I'm just not that it. anymore. Mm. I'm not even close to that. And yo, just come to say. And he wouldn't tell me, he wouldn't tell me, he wouldn't tell me. Story Lanes. One of his scenes he shot in Pickering. Mm. I remember when he was doing his scene, like he saw me. And when they said cut, walked right over to me. You know, like, what up? Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, wow. And then that's how I got to roll beside him for those, those few little months going there. Got you. It's like two days later, I'm seeing you again. More. You were not on the bill to be here, but you're here. Manifesting, man. And that's, which is weird because it's not like I said, oh, you did not start. Oh, you did shit. Say that. You oh. did say that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm telling you. you damn, that's crazy. That. I'm telling you. I, I was home. Damn. Man, you live, you're, and I mean, we'll get more into it with the more we share and shit, but. Honestly, man, of all the, I've met a lot of people in my life where I can't lie. Like, mm -hmm. met a lot of people in my life. And sometimes I'm blessed enough to meet very pure-hearted people, like people who are pure, people who are very aware of what it is that they want and what their intentions are with people. You know, there's that clarity there that it's really, really hard to come across because some people are just, even if you don't got nothing to give them, they're just using you to try to get something out of you. Even mm -hmm. if it's a good time, some money, a smile, a joke, something they're just trying to use you, but that's never been how I perceived you. You know, you're just a very accepting person. So 
I find with people like that, man, when they put their mind on something or when they say that something's going to happen or they say that they want to do something for themselves, it happens, man. Y'all have just like this type of that purity gives you a connection, in my opinion, with the world, bro. Like just with the universe, it's like you really are capable of doing anything that you want to do in the world, like anything at all. So I'm telling you, you, and you, all that writing that you do too, man, like I'm telling you, it's, it's manifestation, bro. Mm-hmm. Real talk for sure. But um, so what was that experience like rolling with? Because uh, I mean, I don't know. I I didn't be an American. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really know anything about Tory Lanez and study. Like, I don't yeah. think I knew who Tory Lanez was until I moved to Fort Mac and started talking to people from Toronto mm-hmm. because he just wasn't popping in the states. I mm-hmm. never heard of him before. Um, but I know he's a big deal out here for sure. So. What was it like? Because you were aware of him beforehand. You knew who he was who before he was, you yeah. met him. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it like rolling with him? Super cool, bro. I mean, you got to understand, again, you see dudes, again, with the flash of the chain. I was me. I'm oh, going right. there with Walmart clothes on. Everybody knew it. And again, just like everybody dissed me, but not in a, like, put him down kind of way. It was just, yeah. it made everybody laugh. Yeah. Just made them happy. They'll let you be the butt of the joke. Yeah. Yeah, I remember one day I met a I was walking down the street, met a story, I came back to set, and everyone's like, "Oh no, you!" Ah! You know what I'm saying? It was always yeah. that, always that. Super cool, man. It was just good vibes. Yes, More. good vibes. That's what's up. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Um, I remember. Um, so yeah, shit got good, so I wasn't smoking. I smoked weed. And they're like, nope, no more weed for you, bro. No word. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I was definitely leaning. They yeah. cut it off. Yeah, they're like, nope. And it was, it was, yeah, even that, you know, little little assistants send him, send me to the store to grab this, grab that, do this from him. They get to roll with him, his brother, such. Like, it was just, it was really cool, man. Good experience. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, when did you end up leaving Toronto to come back here, and why did you do that? I, that I can't figure out. Mm. I just, I gotta. As we talk or you ask me more questions, I'm sure I'll remember. Oh, I was doing other stuff, such too, stuff too, um, and a lot of it's contract work. Okay. So if there's no contract, there's no work. I remember I, so I came back. Yeah. Low season, like a slow mm-hmm. season type of thing. Mm-hmm. The bread wasn't coming in. You wanted to pop out, get mm-hmm. you some money. So do you remember what year it was when you came back from Toronto? No. More. No. And um, what were you doing when you came back? Did you go like straight back to your sisters? Well, I mean, you kind of had already like. A I, little def- bit of a I definitely, I definitely did go back to my sisters because this five years, this 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 five years is only this is when I've had my own place. Got you. This five years here, so I definitely went back to my sister's place. What the fuck was I doing? Damn, bro. Yeah. If you can remember what year, I wish I could tell you because was did you end up at Brew House in this time at all? No, so you just saw me when I just came back. This time that's around. when I met you. That's when, when you I had that you. job at Brew House, that's when I met you. And that was five years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, yeah, yeah. trying to think because I was like 19 at that time, maybe 20. Um, so I must have met you. Had to have been like 2018, mm-hmm. 2019. Okay. A couple okay. years after I graduated. So I think I just moved back from New York. And I got, I have my paperwork so I could work finally out in Canada. So I got a job over at the brew. Um and I was working at Mitchell's Cafe as well. 
once I had my papers and stuff, doing both of them jobs, living on my own. I feel that there's no free time at all, you know what I'm saying? I used mm-hmm. to sleep maybe four hours because I'd close that brew at like three in the morning. Mm-hmm. Then I'd go home and go to bed for a little bit, and then I'd have to take the bus to work downtown. And Mitchell's would be up at like 8 a.m., I think. So I had to be there early, you know? Yeah, of course. Um. So, yeah, when I met you at Brew, I think that's just when I knew. I mean, for one, I knew wasn't from around here. So I was like, okay, for sure. Like, just a solid dude. You reminded me of everyone that I kind of grew up around, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just a solid dude. So I was like, just drawn to you, you know? And, um, yeah, just kind of just kept going from there. Like, that's yeah. how I knew yeah. you from there. So you was working at the kitchen at Brew. Um, and, I mean, what was that like for you? Do you remember the times yes, there? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah? sir. What was that like for you? Something, something happened. Because I definitely, I remember I was definitely crazy. <laughs> um, because yeah, I I I got in tr- I must have got in trouble again or some shit because I had no bank account. Mm. I had yeah, I had I didn't have shit. You kind of on the low. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. definitely on the low. Yeah. Yes, got you. Yes, got you. So I must have wanted did something, something again. In Toronto, yeah, because yeah. yeah, I had nothing. I had nothing. But I would the grind again was so hard. Um, When I opened my bank account, it was huge. Mm. Nigel made me do that, too. Oh, word. It wasn't even in my mind. I let all the checks stack up. Yeah. That was super cool because uh, I opened my bank account with a good number. Mm-hmm. A good number, bro. Easy to get some credit, too, right there if you got that type of shit on deck. I didn't have it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what did I do? Yeah, I thought you could duck some bills. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you can't do that. Nah, so they're no, going to no, come no. for you, dog. Yeah. They're yes. going to call you, man. You're going to get that phone call eventually, bro, real talk. Yeah. As soon yeah. as you get a phone under your name, they're going to find you, bro, real mm-hmm. talk. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep. They got me with the credit like that, too. I got my first credit card, 18, right around the time I met you. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to the States. And in my mind at the time, I'm like, I'm never coming back to Canada. It's a dub. I'm good. So I maxed that joint out, never paid it off. I was like, <laughs> good luck. You know what I'm saying? Came right back. I think maybe I was here for four months, five months. Got the call. Luckily, I had the bread at the time. I was like, yo, man, give me till next Thursday. I'm going to pay the whole thing off. Don't even trip. Mm-hmm. But they're they going to find you for sure. Yeah. They're going to get their bread, bro. Yeah. They're going to get their bread for surely. Yeah, yeah they, not, they don't play. If you think the streets is rough, <laughs> I oh, dare man. you to try to duck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're going to come for you, man. They're going to get you. Yeah, they got a I different mean. army behind them for surely. But, um... So you out here in Toronto. I mean, now you out here in Fort Mac. And you haven't gone back to Toronto since then, at least not to live. Like, you haven't moved from here since the time that you came mm-hmm. back? Mm-hmm. Wow. Got mm-hmm. you. So now you've been at it for a while. So what have you been up to out here? What What was it about Fort Mac that made you choose Fort Mac? Why didn't you just end up going somewhere else? Oh, Could have well, went to Pickering, you know. No, you? never. I hate the suburbs. Okay, got you. I hate the suburbs. Hey, I mean, this is kind of suburban, bro. It is. It is. You know what I mean? It's like like, I can't the, be too far off. No, this is this is work for sure. For me, okay, this cool. is work. Got so you. yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe or understand the suburbs. Why? Like nah. But um, what do you say? What was cousin? Um, what were you up to out here in Format? Like, why did you decide to come back to Format? I was definitely in in, in some type of space. Because remember, if you have no bank account, something clearly yeah, went not wrong. Yeah, no, facts. Facts. Yeah. But I don't know what it was, but it was bad. Yeah. I can't remember. I don't know. But I don't know if you remember the story. I was sleeping on the floor. No. Um, 
And it's not because I didn't have the bread. I opened, okay, I'll tell you right. I opened a bank account with $13,000. Mm-hmm. I didn't spend a single paycheck. Like mm-hmm. it just, it wasn't, it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I was still sleeping on the floor. I was definitely in a, in a flight, flight mode. Word. Because it didn't cross me. I remember, um, I don't even like saying it too tough. My brethren came over. I have my own place. I'm sleeping on the floor. Word. He goes, we don't even let dogs sleep on the floor. And, it didn't, and that just sounded so, sounds very wrong to say, you know? So but it's actually, accurate, though. Yeah. People, and I mean, got, you know what I mean? But it wasn't even in my mind. That's what people don't get. So I was definitely in some fuckery again. I was definitely in some bullshit. Because it wasn't even in my mind to get a bed. And he mm. comes over and he's like, yo, what the fuck? He goes, dog, we don't even let dog." And I remember it just, it's kind of like cold or harsh or yeah. mean or cruel. I don't know. But the word just, just made you feel bad type shit. Very. Yeah. You know, don't, doesn't say it well at all. So he yeah, got, you got me, compared to a dog. But it wasn't oh, in that okay. intention, though. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like he was calling you a dog. It's like, bro, like. You wouldn't even let a dog sleep like this. So yeah. why would you do that to yourself? Kind mm-hmm. of, thing? Yeah, of course, it wasn't even in my mind. That's not how you interpret it. Yeah, to even have to have a bed, to have a mattress. Yeah. Gotcha. I, de- I was definitely doing something I shouldn't have done. Because if mm-hmm. you're not thinking of even, you're just thinking of shelter in place wherever mm-hmm. you're at. So I was definitely into something. That's yeah, you're very short term. I don't know term. what the hell it was, but mm-hmm. yeah. Because you come here, you have your own place, and that's how you're living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then I got the mattress. And then from that, I remember I, remember I had the mattress for a week. I was like, yo, what the fuck? And then I went and got to bed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. That's how... You're like, wow, this is how I'm supposed to sleep. Yeah. yeah. So I was definitely in something. And uh, yeah, I had the mattress for a week. More. And I just, I threw it out and got brand new shit. I was like, yo, this is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I can take care of myself. Mm. Facts. I remember that. Holy shit. What was I? I don't know. But something's not, something went right. No, yeah. facts. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I understand. Yeah. The, go- the good thing is, is that we were... Doing something to get out of that circumstance, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wearing like full fledged diving. And do you feel like you came out here with your cold heartedness? Like were you oh, yeah. on that type of time when you came yes. back out here? So back mm-hmm. to the brew house kitchen, um, anybody do anything, I'd go off the handle. Mm-hmm. I'd go off the fucking handle. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Kitchen's intense environment. Yeah. Yes. And I didn't like the way they talk to people. Mm-hmm. And that's me too. I'd lose my shit. Don't fucking talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was definitely in something that's rough. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember. That's why even Chef today, he said we're good, but I know we're not good, bro. I can read that body language all but day. But who? Um, actually, no. It's not yeah, exactly. Me, yeah, but, yeah but. exactly. I can read it all day. But my thing is, you're not going to talk down to me, period. Especially what? at that time when whatever yeah. I was doing, you already I coming was off definitely yeah. getting it. Yeah. I feel that. Because it's like, yeah, he said something to me one day. And it, I'm too triggerable for that. Yeah. 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 Got you. It. So, yeah, holy shit. But, again, there's a little shorty in there. I can remember being in the back, losing it. She'd walk through the door. Yeah. That's it. Game over. It's done. But it's done. Did she work there or was yes. she? Oh, okay, yes. cool. Got oh, you. yes. Got you. And all it would take for her to walk through the door. Oh, man. You were ready. I remember even her having me at her house. I remember uh, I got scared at something. And she laughed. So she was on the floor laughing at me. Because <laughs> here's this big, bad wolf. Yeah. And scared something scared something. him. And yeah. what, but it was just, I loved her so much. Because even though she did that, I, don't, I can't explain it. It I seems like comfort, bro. Comfort. Yeah. I felt safe with her. Yeah, vulnerable. You were comfortable. Oh, yeah, you were being goodness. vulnerable. Yes. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. I get what you're saying, okay. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Wasn't I worried about that. none of that other shit. Yeah. yeah. I remember I'd be, ah, I'd be going crazy. Mm-hmm. And I remember several times. And she'd come through the door. The shift is starting. That shit just quiet as a fucking church. And I was like, not, yeah, she just had... And it was nothing harsh. Always yeah. happy. Oh, you know who I'm talking about? I don't know. Oh, I might. Shit. She worked in the kitchen? No. She and, uh, I don't know. 
It's just too many I servers. I don't know if you can say it on. I don't know. Nah, it's true. You can tell me after. I'm not gonna air nobody out, but yeah, just let me know. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. But that's again when I was up here. Again. Yeah, wow. I think it was just a few years ago, dog. Mm. Shit changed for even then, dog. Sometimes I wish I just did the right thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a be- it's a it's a better way of using your time. I feel I feel like that about a lot of girls too. Like, at least in my past, that there was girls that I was with that I found. It's it's I'm just stupid sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be something that I find like annoying about them, or like someone that I find more attractive has shown interest in me or um I'm trying to think like sometimes when things is too good I don't know I'll get like hard on myself I'm like you know something must be going on like why she's so happy all the time x y and z like there's a a very um I had a very I was very insecure so those insecurities played a big role but I think back I reflect too I'm like damn bro if I wasn't so stupid like I probably would have been married locked down because it was just such a solid girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. hold it down, solid, valid. Mm. So, yeah, I get that. Like, sometimes you just be like, damn, why would I, why'd I do X, Y, and Z? Or why mm. I ain't just hold it down right there? You know what I mean? Exactly. So I, I get that. I get that I, for I sure. love what you're saying about married. I forgot about that. So, I'm pretty sure I was 30 years old. Okay. This is, this is before I met her. Um, I came out here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what I was doing or what I was into, but I couldn't figure out why I was always in fucking trouble. Got you. I'm you know what not, I mean? I like, know. Why is this? Yeah. And I'm, I just like, yo, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I was always in trouble and yeah. I couldn't figure it out. So when I came out here that second time around, I met this girl and I was, I'm like, yo, I'm getting married. Cause at this time I think, you know, maybe this is what I have to do. Yeah. You know, cause I couldn't stop getting in trouble. And yeah. to me, I was doing nothing wrong, bro. Come on. You know, you're doing something wrong, bro. Yeah. You're trying then, to do the, um, you know how some people be like, I'm going to just have a kid. It's going to give me my it's life together. Get, yes. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be focused. Yes. I'm, it's not going to be about me no mm-hmm. more. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's not how that yeah. works. And then <laughs> when, when she dropped me, it, it, it really, again, it changed me. Mm-hmm. My mind was made up like this was the thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I'll finally stop getting in trouble. And mm-hmm. I'll finally get my life right. So I was your savior right here. Yes. Yeah. And I was very determined on like, this is what we're doing. And then she, dog, she called me when I was at, the, at work mm-hmm. and let me know, nah, nigga. Did you dirty. Yeah. 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 The legs don't work. I was like, I didn't yeah. know. What is this? How am I standing up and I have to hold on to the um the countertop where I'm no, at? Hard. Like, like what? Felt it hard. Yeah. 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 And then that that changed me a lot too because mm. I'm just like, nah, you ain't no one playing with me no more. Nah, it's a dub. Yeah, you yeah. back on your yeah. cold hearted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. You know, you're looking for love and love's got to find you. That's kind of how it's working with you right now. Okay. Okay. So, at the same time, though, you're still very determined. You still have your goals you still have shit that you focus on so what is it exactly that you focus on like right now what is it that you're trying to get into honestly uh money um, <laughs> um i'm just but. again i don't believe it's not that i don't believe in work or see nothing wrong with work it's just that i've seen that it's possible you can you can make a hundred thousand dollars overnight you know and to me it's nothing but multiplication so yes i might work a lot and i still trade there's a reason for it i grew up selling goods and service products you know what i'm saying um a hundred times a thousand is a hundred thousand Right? The reason I've seen that money, you have all these different farms, just like a tomato farm and such like that, just so that you know you have big sizes, like these guys who do these stuff, right? like, you know, really bottle products for Canada and such. Making, sorry, the, the products that get shipped, whatever. But you know what I'm saying? You see a thousand people in a week, not everyone's spending that hundred bucks with you. Some might spend 50, some might 60, some might spend, but we sold bananas for a dollar. It was our cheapest item. Right? Well, some might spend a couple bucks, but some might spend a couple hundred. Someone might spend a th- they wanted you to get them that TV, that washer, that dryer. Right, you do your markup, of course. You do, you do whatnot. 
you can make a hundred thousand in a week. It doesn't take a fucking year. Sorry, excuse my language, bro. It doesn't take a fucking year. You know, so that's when I hear my homie out here talking about, yo, in 40 years, my mind is like, yo, nigga, we ain't on the same page, cuz. I need people around me who's like, yo, cuz, let's sit down. Let's start to think. How are we getting to this? I've seen money made fast. There's nothing wrong with it. I know how I want to live. I know the things I want in life. I'm not making money fast to be like, whoop de woo here's a chain. No. It's just, I've seen money made fast, so I don't believe in having to sit here and grind it out. I'm looking at myself as my age, and I'm like, yo, dog, what have you done with your life, Brody? Again, because of what I've seen from when I was young. You know? And it's like, I need to find that. I need to find that. Yeah, it's going to be a slow game, man. You just got to be patient. I know it's hard. I know it's hard to be patient, bro, but I promise you, you're one of the most driven people I know. Mm. No lie. You you can get it done, man. You just got to wait it out. It's going to come. I promise you it's going to come. All right. I promise you. Guarantee that. For sure. Oh, yeah. I, I would say let's end it on that positive, good advice. All like, right, but. I got, I got, yeah, that's, that's good advice. I'm going to rock with me because my mind is still going. So yeah, I, feel that. I want to take that with me. All right, but. Mm-hmm. Well, what we usually do here to end it off, um, I mean, first, I just really want to thank you for coming, man. I'm really, really grateful for you being here. Thank you for sharing your story and being vulnerable. I know it's not an easy thing to do. Um, the way we end it is, you know, I just. I want to know if you could say anything to that kid running downhill in the backyard in Pickering. Mm-hmm. You know, if you could see him and talk to him and tell him something, what would you tell that kid? Um, giving up is almost pointless. Because mm. um, what if what if you fail at giving up, bro, and you're mm-hmm. still forced to be here? Or it, it's yeah, it's kind of pointless. Um, next thing is uh. Hard times don't mean throw it away. Mm. You know, I, I do go to the gym from time to time. It's not easy lifting weight. More. But, you know, I'll get stronger than where I was. Facts. So when, you, when it comes, don't throw the world away. Don't throw your life away. Take all them blows. Take all them punches. You know, and then there will be a time where you'll be able to stand up and be like, holy shit. I really didn't make it through that. Think about, like, relapse. Someone who mm. relapsed. Facts. You've been, you've been super and clean for, let's, let's call it three months. Mm-hmm. At one time, you're back at zero. Mm-hmm. So what happens now, three months later, six months, you get a bit, yo, doggy, I almost went down. Three months ago. Holy shit, I'm tired of being stronger. Fact. That's how I tell them. When life comes and starts beating on you, you know, it's like, doggy, you, you, you have to stand up still. Or else you can be back at zero. And the more times you keep back going back to zero, the further you're behind. More. You feel me? So that, that's it. Like, that, that sunshine that you saw, and you're like, I want something, even though you don't know what it was. When the punches get thrown at you, take them, bro. You know, you can Floyd Mayweather this bitch, too. Dodge, dodge, dodge. You know what I'm saying? But you have Shoulder to keep going. Mm-hmm. 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 It's to keep going. It's definitely to keep going. Defense. Mm. Facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I agree 100%. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, dogs. Um, yeah, man, thank you so much for coming to Macworld. And, yeah, that's it. Peace. Who steals a delivery truck like that? That's like some serious crackhead shit. I think Cam and I are cursed. Oh, shut up. You're not cursed. Stop. But we're not blessed. Dude, did I ever tell you a story about my Uncle Julius? Nah, honey, you did. Oh, man. He was the coolest dude back in Cleveland. Everybody loved him. All right, he's got nine kids and he drove the bus, but dude was never not happy. What happened to him? He won $2 million in the lottery and then got severely depressed. All right? Lost it all within a year and now he's back to driving the bus. Happy as hell. You lost me. All right, dude, let me just tell you. Things come and go. Money comes and goes, teachers come and go. Sometimes there's greater forces at work than we're aware of. You know what I mean? You just gotta roll with those fucking punches. You know? Bobby. Damn. 
Just got really deep on me there. I'm gonna get my philosophies on every once in a while. Dropping gems. Love it. So that's it, y'all. That's the first season of Macworld in the books. Um, I just want to thank everybody who listened. Everybody that's listening right now. I'm just more grateful than you ever know. It's been a great experience, you know, talking with people. Something I look forward to doing more. I'm at like a point in my life now where if there's anything that I have a passion for, anything that I ever had a passion for, anything that I enjoy, I'm just going to do that shit. And if people like it, that's awesome. And if they don't, I'm just happy I'm doing something that I love, you know. So Macworld's going to take a break for a bit. I don't know when the next season will drop, to be honest with you. Probably same time next year. But um, right now it's just music, you know. Music coming soon, man. Music coming soon. I've been working on a lot of stuff for a while now. and Just excited for everyone to see. Just don't ever forget if there's anything that you have an interest in, anything that you love to do, just do that shit. Peace.